everybody. Hey, how's it going? It's so good. <laughs> it is good. We're back. Back in the saddle. Oh, it's nice. You like it? I do like it. Don't you, you like ever it? been in a saddle? Uh, I have been in a saddle, but not you many have? times. Maybe twice in my life. How about Only you? Only saddle I ever been in is in the coin-op horses outside of the Acme. <laughs> Remember those? I loved those. Didn't Remember you? those? You get a little... Oh, yeah. Those are fantastic. You get a little rocky jockey. Yeah, you do. Rocky jockey. <laughs> That's what they should have called those. <laughs> if, if, or if, uh, if there was a little guy who rode around on Sylvester Stallone's back, <laughs> he'd be a rocky jockey, right? <laughs> on, on Rocky Balboa's back. Yeah, Rocky Balboa. That's, yeah. I mean, when it's, when it's Stallone, it's no longer a rocky jockey. Hey, come on. Let's go. Come on. What are you talking about? I can't do it. You can do it. I can't do it. Hey, why are you still on my back? <laughs> I don't. I think we were done shooting like two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get that monkey off my back. <laughs> I got to get this jockey off my back. Yeah, a rocky jockey. I love a rocky it. jockey. That's, that's the only saddle I've ever been in. This saddle, huh. though, this my saddle. favorite saddle of all time. Yeah, I get saddle spurs from this one. After you too, do after too long. <laughs> So bad you can't sit down sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean, you know. Well, all I'm saying say. is it's good to be back in the South. It is good to be back. It, it took us a while, and it was kind of a difficult uh, time getting everything hooked up and worked Explain. up and getting Explain ourselves to together. The people. Yes. Well, it was just like, I don't know. We had hardware problems. We had software problems. We had every problem you could imagine. We had availability issues. You know, you've been like the busiest man. You're working harder Boy. than Dr. Fauci during this time. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, I don't know who that is, but oh. <laughs> does anyone anyone call him Ouchie Fauci? <laughs> Dr. Fauci, I have an ouchie. <laughs> if he's a pediatrician and he's not the ouchy Fauci guy, then he's missing. I mean, that marketing writes itself, right? It's, I mean, absolutely. Come on. Yeah, yeah. You, the waiting room would be packed. I'm I'm all over the place today. I'm ouchy Fauci. I'm Rocky Jockey. I got everything going. <laughs> You're rhyming like crazy. But anyway, yeah. So you've been working a lot, like a ton, tons. And I worked a little, but not much. But then you know, we 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 tried a few different things to kind of get ourselves because uh, just to orient everyone i am here in elmbrook studios today you are over there the, the lesser studio <laughs> oh please you are <laughs> over there in oriana studios today the far superior studio <laughs> and yet we're together that's the magic uh, it the fact that we're able to do this i know and still maintain some kind of semblance of uh, uh banter and rhythm and yeah. and uh, acquiescence and all that stuff yeah it's, it's just it's a modern marvel it really is it's a technological marvel it took us a while to catch up to the technological marvel because just about every other podcast has been doing this yeah. for two months but you know well, we will not sacrifice quality that's we absolutely refuse right. that's absolutely right right yes someone yeah. why doesn't anyone think of the customer the customer right that's what we were doing that's what we were doing we were trying that's to make right. this good for the customer because yeah. we could have put out something shitty like we did that that live stream thing, which, you know. I mean, we've proven time and again we can put out something well, shitty. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I mean it's, that's a given. That's the crux of our, of our endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I went and listened to that, uh, to the live stream thing as a podcast and it was, it hurt my ears. The, cringy. I mean, the, a little cringy. Yeah. Just the audio quality was bad, not up to our usual news. standards. 
But no, but we're back in the quality control saddle, and That's we right. are we're and we're galloping. We're rocking and rolling towards the listener. <laughs> Here we come, <laughs> right into your brain. Make way. That's right. Make way. <laughs> Get the chalk. Hey, you know what's a garbage movie? What's a garbage movie? Twister. Oh, I've never seen Twister. Yeah, I did not. Bother. Do yourself a favor, and don't ever. Yeah, no. Uh, I tried watching it. I it was. I had fond memories of it from when I saw it the first time. I tried really? watching it again. Yeah, it, it, nothing. Garbage. <laughs> what was I thinking? It didn't. It. Uh, it's funny because you had this low bar set during the quarantine. Like you know, <laughs> if it kept you awake for two hours, you were happy, right? It yeah. Was like, yeah. 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 Let's burn these hours, <laughs> Hollywood. You and me. <laughs> We're gonna find a way to take care of this time. And Twister didn't didn't reach that no, bar. I, no, I couldn't. I couldn't bear it. Oh God! I you know I, mean, I wh- go ahead. I, I sat through some of the worst, the worst garbage yeah. happily. Yeah, that one I couldn't sit through. That's uh, isn't it? Uh, Bill Pullman is he the hero of that one? No, not I, Bill I, Pullman. I, Bill, that other guy. Yeah, the, the one that everyone always gets confused. That's the that's the Paxton. Paxton, yes, thank you. That's yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. And Helen the Hunt, ineffable Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton, that's right, yeah. And um, and the, the phenomenal Helen Hunt. She's, right, she's always fantastic. And, Garbage, and, <laughs> Garbage in this. <laughs> you know, I I tried to rewatch a movie that I liked a lot in the theater that I haven't seen since last night. Similar thing. Like I was like very interested. I watched this movie in theater and I was like, wow, this is this was great. I really this was fantastic. You loved it. Loved it. Started watching it last <laughs> night and it's garbage. It's a garbage movie. <laughs> and it's Brian De Palma's Raising Cane. Raising Cane is trash. John Lithgow. Yeah. yeah you yeah. liked it? You liked it initially? I did. Yeah. Nin- it was nineteen ninety two, same year as Glengarry. So I, was I know. Like, you know. I don't understand that. I saw it then too and I thought it was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I hadn't seen a lot of split personality movies at that point sure sure and, and i don't think i'd seen a lot of brian de palma films at that point either and i have to say the last segment and i haven't rewatched that part yet i had to turn it off last night because it's so garbage but the final <laughs> climactic so the climactic scene at the hotel where you see all this action from the different angles it's very brian de palma and i remember that being really good it's probably not as good as i remember but right right um i remember that hitting me really hard and i think wow this brian de palma he's really great but like all the Brian De Palma movies, <laughs> upon further review, except for the Untouchables. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, not all of them. The Untouchables is great. Obviously. Unassailable. And uh, Carlito's Way, also very good. Don't even, don't even, don't even try. <laughs> but the most of his movies. Perfect, perfect movie. Upon rewatching, just they just don't hold up. Yeah, De Palma wasn't, he, I mean, he, you know, he, he, he didn't hit them all out of the park for sure. No, he didn't. But I just watched um, Ricochet. With, oh. Speaking of Mr. Lithgow, who I believe we should cast when all is said <gasps> and done. Oh, I think we should. <gasps> yeah, we should. Cast that small-mouthed bastard. Okay. <laughs> who would they play? Who would they play? Ricky J, Tina Fey, Marvin Gaye, and F.M. Bray. Who would they play? Who would they play? Roger Moore, Sean DeVore, Paulie Shorts, Pop Shakur. Who would they play? Who would they play? Who would they play? John Lithgow. Let's go. This guy is great. I got to tell you. He's a great I, actor. I don't see it. You don't see it? I've never seen it. I've wow. never gotten the... I get it. I get that I'm in the minority here. I, people love him. I've, I just don't... I don't get it. I've always enjoyed him. I went... I saw him in a play on Broadway one time. Uh, and it wasn't a great Let's play, see. but his performance was astonishing. Like he... He played this character throughout the whole play. And then at the end, 
at the bows, he came out and like his character wore glasses and at the bows he came out and he took the glasses off and you literally saw him transform from the character to being john lithgow like in a split second he he clark kented you yeah he did it was really cool sounds like yeah it was very cool (laughs) took his glasses off suddenly superman exactly yeah yeah it was pretty cool yeah Uh, but yeah i have a lot of respect for this guy you're probably a little easily clark kented if i may (laughs) Why? Why me? I don't know. Just seems like something you'd be like. Is that the same? No, couldn't be. <laughs> I am very like trusting. You. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. He says he's Superman. <laughs> um, see, you love the guy. Yeah. Lots I of people really do. Good. Lots of people can't talk highly enough about him. I just have never seen it. Interesting. He does have. I mean, he he did come from the theater, and he's very theatrical in his film performances. Even you know, I wouldn't Indeed. call him necessarily Indeed. subtle. <laughs> you know he's he, he can be big he can be he's subtle, pretty but big he's, yeah. he gets kind of big in some of this stuff i mean this is coming from a guy who watched like a half hour of raising cane last night so <laughs> take that with a grain of salt <laughs> as i do all the things you say <laughs> but i watched this ricochet oh yeah How, what is that uh, do you ever see that no i've never seen it what is it the early denzel uh opposite the uh, bad guy played by Lithgow. Okay, yes, this is ringing a bell now. Yeah, yeah it should be ringing a bell because it's terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it would stand out as something that was terrible. <laughs> and I had never seen it and I got really excited. I'm like, how have I never seen this Denzel Washington movie? Well, that's how. Who I love. Yeah, of course. And, uh, and it turns out I had gotten some whiff that it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched it, and I, well, I saw it all the way through. I had, you know, quarantine rules. Right. <laughs> you, you, you get through that movie however you need to. Uh, but boy, boy, oh boy. Yeah, that's too what, bad. what passed for good cinema back then? Well, I don't think that was ever regarded as good cinema, Ricochet. I, I, just, I think you're wrong. I think really? people loved it. Really? I, could, I, don't know, I could be wrong. Huh. I remember it being popular at the very least, which doesn't make it good, True. certainly. But yeah, I mean, you put two big stars in a movie, it might be pretty. That's popular. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, could have been well, one of those summer blockbusters. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, uh, John Lithgow. Well, uh, you know, uh, at least one role springs to mind. He's Shelley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's too much for Lithgow. <laughs> <laughs> a younger Lithgow would have been a great Williamson. I will add. Uh, absolutely agree with that right that's a fantastic uh nod yes yeah totally like that yeah yeah i'm I'm actually inclined to go with that yeah let's just at at any age well yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) we'll just darken his hair put a pair of glasses on him he'll transform like he does with those glasses and you'll think we'll young young him up a bit yeah yeah we'll do that some of that cgi youngin do a little youngin up (laughs) on his face with cgi he'll be fine (laughs) yeah grace can handle that Absolutely, that'd be good. All right, he's going in the he's going in the Williamson Corral unless I get uh, any pushback on this. You shall not. All That's right, perfect. fantastic. I love that. By the way, can I say something now that we did that? Please. Welcome everyone to <laughs> Glen Gary, Glen Ross, Infinite. Your Glen Gary, Glen Ross, Infinite podcast. <laughs> your source for starting the podcast way too late. A better way to interrupt your partner when you're doing a bit that's been done for hundreds of times. <laughs> Do you forget how this worked? Uh, not hundreds. We've only <laughs> it's we're less. Than, I mean, this is episode fifty, so it's been less than fifty times we've done it because I don't think we were doing that at the very 
Well, but we did a version of it. We've been doing it, but I mean, we did I mean, a version of it. It's not like I should be expected to remember how things go. It's like you to nitpick when you're wrong. <laughs> you don't, you fucked up, and you got to nitpick me. That's, no, that's, that's true. true. No, you make a good point. I was such wrong. a Weingartner thing. I I fucked that up. I take all right. The, so take Williamson, point. you've started the podcast. I want to get back into this. Okay, it's Williamson. Yeah, yeah. Williamson, yes, please. Williamson. <laughs> 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 all right, well, I I all the money in my bank account if you can wow. pull the top four. That cuz this right. is I mean it's not impressive. All right. <laughs> but it's still more than what's in my pocket. All right, I got to go. I'm Sorry. Utterly convinced you'll have no clue. Okay. Well, right off the top I got to go Garp. World according to Garp. Y- y- one would think. But I'm going to go uh prices right sound here. <laughs> <laughs> How could you not have Garp in the list of John Lithgow's top four things? I agree with you. Maybe his best work. Yeah, actually. well, yeah. Oscar nom- won the Oscar, I think, for that role. Actually, and wait till you get a load of what is on the top. <laughs> I mean, it's going to blow your mind. Okay, well, what about that? Is the TV show included? Indeed. Yeah, the ninety Planet from the, the Sun or whatever. It was third, third Rock. Third yeah. Rock uh-huh. from the Sun. There yeah. You know. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's easy. That's easy pickings. That's low hanging fruit. Gave right. rise to that. Joseph Gordon-Levitt fellow that everybody loves so much. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What about Bombshell? Is he in that? He is. He plays... I, uh, I have yet to see it yet. He plays that horrible guy who runs Fox News. The, the oh, fantastic. Like, name I can't remember right now. Roger <laughs> yeah, somebody yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And he's all he's that, all, he's all that, makeuped up and all theatrical. He's got glasses on. I can't wait to see it because it's uh, he looks hilarious. I know. I, I can't wait to see that movie, actually, but he that, that is not in the top four. <laughs> wow. All right. I, yeah. uh, buh, 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 I, I, yeah, I mean, uh, just one more. You got one, one more, more ridiculous guess? Okay. You, one more guess. <laughs> Let me think. I'm having trouble pulling anymore, which is surprising because of my affinity for Mr. John Lithgow. Um, oh, God. I give up. I don't know. Really? Yeah, I'm not going to keep people waiting. You don't want to lift go with one more guess? I can't think of anything else. I mean, <laughs> okay. all I, can, I can see his face, but I can't think of a single other movie he's been in. Yeah, and aren't you just weirded out by how tiny his mouth is? <laughs> <laughs> he's got such a tiny mouth. <laughs> such a little mouth on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> how does he even get a half a sandwich in there? <laughs> they have to it. make a tiny, like, he, like in his rider, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> so all sandwiches must finger, be made finger sandwiches only must be made to quarter scale <laughs> well I love that anybody got a, si- a sandwich slide rule I can borrow <laughs> I need to make Lithgow a sandwich <laughs> oh Lithgow <laughs> alright what uh, is so it? you got the third rock which you nailed yeah okay and then the three you, you, you missed uh, one is the adventures of Buckaroo Banzai oh yeah okay Right, that's yep. a that was big for him sure. when he was bigger, sure. I guess, back in the day. Yep, Interstellar, which is a movie oh, I despise I have from yet, the depths I, of I my have soul. Yet to get through Interstellar, I get like twenty minutes I, in and I'm so bored, I go, I walk away. Yeah, and the, it gets worse if you see it all the way through. You, it be boredom turns into rage. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to get through it because I've heard it's good. I, you you obviously hate it, and I, I probably I would too. But who told you that? <laughs> Uh, just that's one of my favorite things to say. Who told you that? <laughs> Who told you it was good? Just general. That's just general. You know, your stars. general feeling from the yeah from the world from the chatter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then, uh, it's co-starring with one of our all-time faves. I imagine it went something like this: 
Yeah, how you doing? Let's go. <laughs> you ready to climb this mountain with me? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that called? Cliffhanger. With cliffhanger, yeah. With yeah. Uh, the girl from uh, that Alaskan TV show was the girl. What, uh, with this, the Bob that's haircut. such a Weingartner reference. Yeah, the girl is. from the Alaskan Jan- TV show. Janine something. You know Janine Turner. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. You remember about that? it? The TV show with Rob Morrow. They were in Alaska. Northern Exposure. Thank sure. You. I, Northern I Exposure. love that show. Yeah, it's great. I loved it. Yeah. John John Cullen was in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to be that uh, disc disking jockey. <laughs> that guy was great. I love that guy. <laughs> it's perfect, right? What a great gig. You show up, you sit behind a mic, you do a monologue, you're done. Uh, I never saw it. What? I never saw it. You never saw the thing you're referencing? Yes. That's why I don't know the title of it. Why? Just, why do we even do this? <laughs> it seems less it's, It seems less difficult to just get rid of it because you're not in my house. <laughs> so there would be no fallout if I just walked away. Hey, but you can't tell me to get the fuck out anymore. Just No, but I can just close my laptop like a, like a mensch. Oh, that's true. You could do that. Be done with Angrily you. Angrily close nah, your laptop. I'm done with you. <laughs> All right. That's done now, right? Well, yeah, that's we done. We're out of that segment. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> that was just embarrassing all the way why, around for why me. Why are you hating? Why? Because you didn't know the Lithgow movies? And, you know, a lot of other stuff I didn't know. Because you okay. referenced a bunch of stuff you've never seen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, Where are well, we, Zumbo? Where the hell sure. are we? I don't know. I'm still just lost in how good it is to see you. Oh, thank you. It's good to see you too. Even though Tassu it's not in person. Leech. What? Good to see you. I'll give you five dollars if you know what I'm referencing. Wait, do do that again? Tasu Leech. Good to see you. <laughs> yeah, nothing? The rock. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. It sounds Let like something try, from the rock. Let me try one more time. Okay. I think maybe my impression is not so great. Okay. <clears throat> Tasu Leech, good to see you. Nothing? You get <laughs> nothing? Tasu Leech. Tasu Leech. No, I don't now know. Now, that what it sounds is. like it comes from a certain universe, doesn't it? Does, it does, yeah. Like uh, what? Star Wars. Go ahead. There you go. Oh. There you go. It's uh, my, my. Oh, that's the Harrison yeah. Ford. Was that a Harrison Ford? Yeah. <laughs> that is the Harrison Ford. <laughs> is that The Force Awakens? <laughs> Which garbage Star Wars movie is that? Oh, come on. You're just alienating fans. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm 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 willing to die on this hill now. That then, <laughs> you know, and, and I don't, also that I'm old and I don't care anymore about Star Wars. All that well, stuff. Well, that's you know what that's I mean? just sad. It's just I know, sad. It you got You got to still care about something, buddy. I know. Why well, there are things I care about, but I think you know. I think I'm going. I'm willing to give up Star Wars to the kids. I'm willing to say, <sighs> here, it's it's yours now. I don't I, I don't care anymore. Do with no, it I'm, what you I, will. I I I can't, I'm not letting go. I'm not. I will not loose my Jedi grip <laughs> on my love of the Star Wars. You're just gonna force choke it until they make that, it good again. <laughs> no, that's what it's trying to do to me, and I won't <laughs> die. <laughs> um, but that's uh, yeah, that's uh, the Force Awakens. Okay. Uh, do you remember the scene where Han and Chewie and everyone are running around that ship? Yeah, the big and monsters, the monsters get are out. chasing yeah, them, yeah, yeah. And, they, and then the, the, the doors. Open and close, and then there's also two uh, enemies. Rival gangs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he's standing between them. Yeah. 
Well, the door opens in, on, in one uh, particularly interesting moment. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Han Solo just says, Tasulich, good to see you. <laughs> Which it made me laugh out loud in the theater. So... You know, he does that Harrison Ford way about him. That's right. Your, your impression like, was very good. I didn't pick it up, but it was really good. I liked oh, it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, was good. Oh, here I was blaming myself. <laughs> no, no, I liked it. Anyway, it's very good to see you, buddy. You too. Toss your leech. <laughs> 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 All right. So how do we do this? What do we do? Well, what, How's this work? What, let's, let's say a, a number that we're on that, uh, of the episode, and then we can talk about that for a while. That's right. I'm going to mispronounce this number all day. Oh, good. Just so you know. What is it? It's episode 50. Science, math, and geology. Another stuff is numerology. Numerology. Oops. All right. I went P-oops. Oh, you do? Yeah, you're doing a P-oops these days. That's right. Speaking of P-oops. Yeah? <laughs> Uh, I don't think telling you that I was peeing and I would be right there is too much information at all. <laughs> I think it is. I think be right there was all I needed to know. The That's, peeing that, part was too much. If I say I'm peeing, it gives you a time frame. It yeah. gives you a sense of how long I'll be. And it gives me context that I don't <laughs> need. You it's know what I mean? It's beautiful. <laughs> I appreciate Learn- the, 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 the candor. And <laughs> that, you're, that you're being so open about your urination, because we've talked well, about a lot about urination on this show before. It's about time you appreciated my candor. <laughs> you usually just write it off as something d- 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 disruptive to you. <laughs> like this instance, for example. <laughs> I, I guess I did. I think I say I'm peeing, you go, okay, that gives me two minutes. <laughs> Easy. Right? <laughs> He's got a solid stream. He's got to shake it off. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's got a solid. Then, I, got, then I got a good 10 minutes. <laughs> and I know I got more time. No, I said peeing. <laughs> well, anyway, that's number one. And that this is, is number, number one. 50. <laughs> and, and this is number 50. <laughs> and I'm sorry for the too much information. No, it's, it's fine. It wasn't. Uh, you don't have to apologize for giving too much information. Well, I mean, you TMI'd me in all caps. It It seemed like you were angry about it. (laughs) No, no, just learn from it. (laughs) Learn from it. Listen and learn, Zumbo. From you? (laughs) Who told you that? (laughs) All right, episode 50. Yes. 50 is the natural number following 49 and preceding 51. How about that? Isn't that great? That is great. Did you miss that? I didn't. I did. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) For a second I did, and then I was like, eh, no, it wasn't that good. Right, it's not that good. Yeah. 50 is the smallest number that is the sum of two non-zero square numbers in two distinct ways. Whoa. I know, it's a lot to get through, but check it out. 50 equals 1 squared plus 7 squared equals 5 squared plus 5 squared. 50. Yeah. Right? So that's one way. That's fun. I like that. It's also the sum of three squares. Ooh. Which is three squared plus four squared plus five squared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's consecutive squares. That's really fun. Three, four, five. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They don't even mention that. Come on, Wikipedia. Leaving that up to my boy to point out. Get off your ass. Yeah. Well, come on. Who told you that? (laughs) (laughs) It's also the sum of four squares, buddy. What? Oh, my gosh. Six squared plus three squared plus two squared plus one squared. This is insane. I think using one squared is a bit of a... It's a reach. It's a reach. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you and Steve Martin will be happy to know that it is also a harshad number. Harshad. Harshad. 
50 is also non-totient. Oh. And non-co-totient. Oh. All right. <laughs> well, I don't, you know, I'm sad about the one and I'm happy about the other. You like that it's a non-co-totient. Yes. Would you please say that in the Philly accent for us all, please? Non-co-totient. <laughs> I knew it was coming and it still tickled me. <laughs> It's fantastic. That's the best. I love when that happens. Yeah. When something's so Co- f- so funny, and you know it's coming, and it still gets you. I love that. Cotation. Yeah. Nah, that's a cotation, hun. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Uh, uh. Moving into the science sphere. Uh huh. Fifty is the atomic number of tin. Oh. Listeners may remember my distaste for tin. Yeah, cut your fingers all up. As it has cut me more than any other substance on the planet, yeah. Yeah, and it just doesn't, uh, like, you know, we were talking about titanium and platinum and all this stuff, and then you come to tin. tin. It seems like tin should be lower on the table. You know I mean? Like, why does it get a cool number like 50 when it's just uh, tin? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I, think, I think there's more to it than the coolness of the number. Well, then they need to rearrange the table. <laughs> Um, well, let's write a letter, <laughs> you and I. <laughs> They're bound to listen to us. Periodically, they do listen to people. <laughs> so, you know, I feel like maybe now is the time. That is at <laughs> Bill Weingartner. <laughs> Periodically. <laughs> Giving you periodic table jokes. I mean, who else does that? <laughs> Nobody. Yeah, only on this podcast. You're a mensch, buddy. You're right. a mensch. <laughs> um, I, there's a lot good to say about tin. I just don't like how it has a thirst for my blood that's all I, there's a lot of there's a lot of good though here so they, tin is a they do call oh, it the ahead. vampire metal <laughs> it's the vampire of metals yes, yes. That's right. yeah yeah mosquitoes and tin seem to love my garlic laden blood <laughs> for some reason I'm not sure well, what it is just, maybe it's, it's, it's the garlic it's clearly it's the, the garlic. garlic it's the gotta gotta be the garlic <laughs> um that's what they say about me when instead of the shoes like they used to say about jordan when i'm balling they say Got to be the garlic <laughs> <laughs> that makes that guy so smelly. <laughs> tin is a chemical element with the symbol SN from the Latin stanum. Oh. See, there's it another the, it's another problem with tin. It's got a terrible uh, letters. It's got you don't like <laughs> It's got a terrible letters. <laughs> <laughs> it does, though. SN for tin? How can you remember that? That's ridiculous. You have terrible senses of plurality. That's terrible. That's, ter- <laughs> That's terrible. You're terrible. That's terrible. Who's it? We talk about talking about tin. I won't talk about tin. Why are y'all talking about tin? It's terrible. Tin is terrible. I've always said it. <laughs> tin is a silvery metal. That is characteristic of a faint yellow hue. Oh, all right. Did you did you know? That? I never noticed the faint yellow hue in tin. <laughs> I don't think I did either. Maybe I've never seen like a pure tin. Yeah, I like guess I haven't un, either. An unalloyed tin. Yeah. Tin, like indium, is soft enough to be cut without much force. Sure. Yeah, you just need a pair of scissors. Nice, good scissors. You can get some right snips. That thing. Yeah, some tin snips. Cut, is, cut is, go is brand how, cutlery. Uh, that's right. That'll that's cut right, right through that tin. That'll cut a penny, that's bitches. Right. <laughs> I mean, that, it, you, you know it's going to cut tin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I sure do. When a bar of tin is bent, oh, the so-called tin cry can be heard as a result of sliding tin crystals reforming within the bar. That's crazy. You like that? It's a, a whiny, crying metal. 
Tin cry. Get bent, tin. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck, man? Come on. Oh, what are you going to go tin cry about it? <laughs> <laughs> this trait also happens to be shared by indium, cadmium, and a frozen mercury. Oh, but it's okay in those metals. I don't mind it. Yeah, cadmium cry is awesome. That's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what. That's the best. Yeah, cry. tin crying is like a baby crying. It's screaming. Ba- it's head off. Little, it's like a little baby little tin whiny tin bastard bitch. metal. Ugh, hate it. Hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Pure tin, after solidifying, keeps a mirror-like appearance. Really? Similar to most metals in that way. Oh, okay. Well, fine. However, in most tin alloys, such as pewter, <laughs> the metal solidifies with a dull gray color. Pewter is dull and gray for sure. Dull, dull gray color. Yeah, I mean, yeah. some you, you can shine it up. You can oh, shine. Yeah. It. You can buff it up. Shine it up. Buff it up. Pewter you know? can be beautiful. <laughs> it can be. It can be. I, I really like your uh, positive outlook on pewter, buddy. <laughs> I like the name pewter. I like to say pewter. There's a lot of things I like about pewter. I didn't realize there's nothing it was wrong a tin with pewter. Alloy. No, there really isn't much wrong with pewter at all. No, I have a I have a, a drinking flask made out of pewter, and I love it to death. Yeah, it's, I'm sure it's beautiful. It's great. And I like the little tarnish, quite frankly. I'll, I'm not going to buff that up. Yeah. No, it looks good. I like a little, you know, it's, uh, it's got a history now, isn't it? It's got character. You know? It's got a character. That's right. right. Tin shows a chemical similarity to both of its neighbors in group 14, those neighbors being germanium and lead. Huh. All right. Tin has two main oxidation states. What are they? Huh? Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I'm so glad you asked, buddy. <laughs> but I've uh, a new a new segment in the in the numerology area is we're gonna let people look things up on their own. <laughs> I hear it gives people a sense of accomplishment to do these things themselves. I'm sure it does. It's <laughs> hilarious. Guy asks one fucking question. <laughs> It's the one thing I don't know. The stumper. <laughs> tin is the 49th most abundant element on Earth. How many? Got any? It's the 49th most abundant oh, 40, element. Now, see, again, if it had been You're 50, confused it, it would have been right, cool. Of course. Of course. But now, it just it, it just continues to let you down at every step. I tried to tell you tin was going to be a disappointment. <laughs> I tried to tell you. Um, blah, blah, blah. It has 10 stable isotopes. The largest number of stable isotopes on the periodic motherfucking table. Wow. That's yeah. pathetic. This is thanks to its, obviously, to its magic number of protons. A magic number of protons. That's right. Three? That's, that's right. <laughs> well, it, the, the number itself is unclear. We just know that it's a magic number. Oh. Oh, okay. A magic number is the number of nucleons. Oh. Such that they are arranged into complete shells within the atomic Nucleus, of a course. <laughs> <laughs> My ex- excuse me for being so ignorant. About no, no, the magic it's okay. number. It's okay. Thanks. Uh, it has two main allotropes. Allotropes. J- uh, just that's, that's that on that also falls under the category of stuff you're going to want to look up yourself. <laughs> um. Yeah, metallic tin does not easily oxidize in the air. Oh, okay. Yeah, so sure. They, I yeah. think that's probably why people like uh, use it to wrap stuff and, and tin and roofs and that kind of tin, thing. 
tin roofs. It, yeah. yeah, it does not easily oxidize did in you, the air. Did you know that like the transition metals, many of the main group elements also exhibit multiple oxidation states? For example, this uh, occurs with the element tin, which has two common oxidation <laughs> states, SN4, commonly called stannic, and SN2, stannous. Stannic Stannis. and Stannis. Isn't he on Game of Thrones? <laughs> I think so. I thought that, <laughs> it sounds like a new like uh, uh, buddy comedy, like TV show. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, <laughs> Stannic and Stannis move Stannic in, move in Stannis. together. You know? Yeah. And uh, two Russian cops <laughs> making their way <laughs> in the United States. <laughs> da. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> yet <laughs> you get it. It goes on from there. That's great. I love it. Stannis, yeah, you tune in for that. Stannis, right? I totally would. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm totally in camp Stannis all the way. Yeah, and I'm camp the other guy just because <laughs> I like the way he says da. <laughs> he really got me with that da. He, oh yeah, he's the best. Yeah. Um. Tin Roof Rustin. I just want to say that. You remember that song, B-52s? No. Oh. Why would you know that? Uh, no, I wouldn't. Clearly. Well, there's a there's a little breakdown in the song where the music stops completely. I believe her name was Kate Pearson. Foxy Redhead just yells in the silence, Tin Roof Rustin. Huh. No? No, I don't remember Doesn't that. ring any bell? No. Well, let me do it for you now. Okay. <laughs> Tin Roof Rustin. <laughs> that does kind of sound familiar now that you did that's it that's how way. she does it yeah that sounds kind of familiar i feel like you would love the b-52s you know you don't i don't fan? know about the b-52s <laughs> that's why i thought you'd like it <laughs> <laughs> i like them like i've never gotten into them i like you know rock lobster is really fun you know and uh, love shack you know but i i don't i've never gotten into them like i don't know the deep cuts that's crazy to me yeah they were. I mean, it just—it seems like it seems right up your alley with that guy. See, they hit at the time when they were pop. When they were popular, I was being not popular. You know what I mean? Like it was at the time when I was like, they're too popular. Oh yeah, for during me to that like. era where you were not popular. <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, now, <laughs> come on. There's like a dozen people listening to this. I am super popular. <laughs> I love it. Uh yeah, well, I I don't know. Maybe go back and listen. I you might, might like I it. I might have to do that, yeah. I feel like you are kind of that Fred Schneider character. <laughs> you know? I sure do. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the, so moving on into some more tin stuff. I just want to get through this. Please. It's important stuff. This is where we <laughs> learn how tin is uh, 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 has its efficacy in our society. Ah, okay. I like this part. The first tin alloy used on a large scale was bronze. Oh, bronze. Now, that is an eighth tin and seven-eighths copper. Oh, all right. That makes yeah, sense. And, and that dates back as early as 3000 BC. They were seeing bronze things with that mix. Sure. I know the Romans were all over the bronze. They loved that shit. They were all over the bronze. It's true. Yeah. There was a whole age, even. That's right. Yeah. After 600 BC, pure metallic tin was produced. Pewter, which is an alloy of 85 to 90% tin with the remainder commonly consisting of copper, antimony, and lead, was used for flatware in the aforementioned Bronze Age. Oh, nice. Flatware. 
They eat, you eat your flat meats with your flatware, right? That's what you do. You sit there and you cut it up. And Did, is that what they they ate a lot of flat meats? <laughs> is that really? I don't know. No, they oh. didn't have flat meats back then. I don't think because you didn't have a deli slicer. There was a, you can't have um, flat meats without a deli slicer. Well, here, here, let me let me tell you this quick story, and you're gonna <laughs> think I'm making it up, but uh, <laughs> I had a friend who was going number two. <laughs> And the uh, it was in a public restroom, and the the seat was loose, uh-huh. so there was some shimmy back and forth. <laughs> and as he was, as he tells it, leaning over to you know do do the cleanup business. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The seat slid and trapped Mr. Johnson <laughs> oh. under the under the. The top flap is one of those oh. split seats, you know? Yeah, ow, ow, ow. Yeah, so we, we called him flat meat for <laughs> years. <laughs> I mean, he, he took, it, it, he sustained a legitimate in, uh, injury. Oh, like he couldn't, there was no business to be done for like months. Oh, that sounds horrible. Afterwards. Yeah, it was bruised and all kinds of mess. Oh, up. God. That yeah. hurts. Oh, that hurts. Can you imagine? No, I don't want to imagine. <laughs> that is horrifying. It's terrible. It's not great. No, it's, it's not, not great. great. Is everybody picturing this? Am <laughs> I, have I told it? Have I described it correctly? Yeah, yeah. It's vivid in my mind. <laughs> oh, God. Fantastic. Shout out to Flat Meat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. In modern times, tin is used in many alloys, most notably tin lead for soft solders mm. you're familiar with soldering you do it all the time well no i don't do it all the time i'd like to oh. learn how to do it all the time i've never done it you don't solder i've never soldered i when i need to learn because i need to fix that microphone that it's is yeah broken. it's like yeah it's you could do it tomorrow it's like it's easy it's so great I it's know. fun too i i do it all the time i i, like I little... really want to learn i have a soldering kit right here on my desk like inches you away do? from where i'm sitting right now unopened uh-huh and i've got the little thing of solder and everything i'm ready i'm ready to go i just uh, I've watched a couple YouTube videos. I'm just scared to do it on my own because I'm afraid, well, one, I'm going to fuck it up, which is fine. And two, I'm going to burn the house down, which would not be fine. You're not going to burn the house down. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, here's the one and only rule you need to know about solder. Okay. You heat the copper, not the solder. Right. Yeah. That's People make that mistake constantly. Right. Um. And it's great. It's a fun little thing, and you probably have that microphone fixed by now if you had any. Yeah, if I if you'd ever worked idea. a day in your life, <laughs> I had any idea how to do it, I would have had that microphone fixed weeks ago. Because I I bought the soldering kit before my deadline even came up to fix it, but I was just scared. But you just couldn't get into it. I'm just scared. I'm scared of it. Oh, don't be scared, buddy. I'm scared of it. Come on. I'm a little scared. Or a third. <laughs> the third option is I'm going to burn myself. You know, and that's probably going to happen anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you you're not you're not careful. <laughs> Carefulness. But fear, if I may. Yes. Fear is just false evidence appearing real, buddy. <laughs> you got nothing to worry about. Okay. Play the harp. <laughs> Solder the microphone. And also, carefulness is a fortune, <laughs> as my wife's grandfather used to say. Okay. I don't get it. You don't get carefulness as a fortune? It, are you sure he wasn't dealing with some old age disease <laughs> at this point? No, that's a great saying. I love that saying. Is it? And I think it applies very well to COVID-19. Carefulness is a fortune? That's right. Like huh. if, you, if you're not careful, you open up the economy too quickly, everybody's going to lose money big time, which is what it's about to happen, I predict. 
I see. But if you're but careful thought, about but, it. You're but there's literally a more a well-known <laughs> saying that says fortune favors the bold. Yeah. But this is <laughs> this is a different one that says carefulness is a fortune. Yeah, I don't like this one. <laughs> I think I think Gramps was struggling with some early onset dementia. No, it makes perfect sense. If you're careful, you make fewer mistakes. Therefore, it, it, like measure twice, cut once is someone being careful. So if you're careful and you do it right the first time, you're you're not wasting materials, you're saving money, you're being more efficient, all that stuff. I, I don't, carefulness I don't is I don't a fortune. Like I don't care for it. <laughs> All right. But my acronym for fear, you're going to want to hold that close. That's really good. That's really That's good. That's gold, buddy. False evidence appearing real. Play the harp. <laughs> you can totally do it. And since you brought it up, I know this is a numerology segment. It's taking forever. I don't care. I know management is always telling me to shorten it. I don't care. <laughs> oh, here what? it comes. Here it comes. I know what's coming How now. did you like the night of? <laughs> Because you definitely had to have seen it by now. <laughs> You'd think so, wouldn't you? Oh, <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> God damn it. You know, just last night, before I watched uh, whatever that awful movie I was put on was, I, I looked at it and I was like, I should watch this. And I was like, oh, it's 18 hours long. And I was like, I'm not going to get through it tonight. You just have to so start it, I, though. I do. I do have to start it. <laughs> You know, if you owed me something else like money, I would have broken your legs by now. <laughs> well, I would have given you the money. That's easy. You got to pay up the debt. I know, though. I know. This I is know. your debt. I know, I know. I'm pay sorry. Pay the debt. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. I'm going to watch it. It looks really good. I mean, I looked at the thing. I was like, oh, this looks, this looks really good. I can't wait to watch this. I, Click. I, and I, I went there's to something no sense else. of my winning the bet because you haven't paid the debt. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> I guess. There is no sense of my winning the bet because you haven't paid your debt. Ten rules, Preston! <laughs> my man. <laughs> All right, we're wrapping up ten here. We're wrapping it That's up. We're wrapping up ten. Careful, careful. Anot- another careful long- wrapping that up. It's a fortune. You'll cut your fingers. God damn it. All right, I'll be careful. I'll be careful. I'm not afraid. I'm not okay, afraid. <laughs> another large application for tin is corrosion-resistant tin plating. Oh, yeah. Because of the low toxicity of inorganic tin, tin-plated steel is widely used for food packaging. Uh, like your tin cans. Sure, sure. Yeah, you, you have tin in your kitchen right now, keeping stuff fresh, keeping stuff good. Absolutely. Well, yeah, okay. so let's, uh, let's give it up for tin, huh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's okay. I w- <laughs> You're right, it is. It's not great. It's not great. However, I will say, some organo-tin compounds... Ooh can be almost as toxic as cyanide. God damn. Yeah, I know, right? Now I'm off tin again. Yeah, you got to be off tin. Just like that. You can't take the chance. (laughs) (laughs) You can't take the chance. No, you can't. You get a little bit of that organic tin, organo tin in you, and that's it. You're done. Cyanide. Yeah, organo tin. You just steer clear of it. Cyanara. Cyanide. You want want that synthetic tin. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you want, right? That's right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, that's it. We're off tin. Good. We're done with tin. Good. Uh, we're in the throwing tin in the bin. Good. We're moving on. All right. Fifty is the fifth magic number in nuclear physics. Oh, here we go again. Yeah, the remember we numbers. talked about magic numbers. Yeah, with tin arranged into complete shells with the atomic nucleus yeah. and blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fifth magic number. All right. Go fifty. I imagine the first four were. 10, 20, 30, and 40, but I don't know that for sure. I don't either. Yeah. 
Um, 50. Uh, okay, this is for Suckadickopedia. <laughs> 50 is the percent of genetic overlap of a parent and their offspring. Come on. <laughs> That's horrible. That is horrible. He hates it. He hates That's it, guys. That's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> it is. It's not great. No. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to pray about that. We're going to move into religion <laughs> a little bit. In the Kabbalah, uh-huh. ask Madonna about the Kabbalah. <laughs> There, there are 50 gates of wisdom and 50 gates of impurity. Oh, okay. That's a little symmetry there. You love it? Yeah. Do you love gates of wisdom? I kind of love gates of wisdom. That's fun. Like, how do, you, <laughs> how do you know when you've gone through one? Oh, you Is know some it. measure? When you go through it, you know it. Oh, okay. You just feel it? You just know it, yeah. It's one of those things you can't tell. You can't explain it, but you know yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like Madonna. oh i wish that were true i'd love to know madonna would you and not be able to explain it (laughs) oh madonna 50 is the traditional number of years in a jubilee period hey that's fun you you just love the word jubilee sure what's not to like about a jubilee the jubilee um is the year at the end of the seven cycles of shmita Oh, man, this is great. Schmitta is otherwise known as the sabbatical years. Yeah, this is great. You <laughs> Schmitta. Don't say yeah like you knew what Schmitta was. <laughs> Michael Jack the Schmitta. <laughs> oh, I used to love the way he'd shake his little rump up there at the plate. <laughs> yeah, remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. That was beautiful. And he swung the bat like he was chopping wood. Well, I great. mean, come on. That mustache, the red that, hair. That that guy was one of my favorites of all time. Oh, he was amazing. The, one of the best. Yeah, absolutely. Remember when he wore the beard because the press was getting on him? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. He was amazing. So good. He's great. I love a Philly sports icon that hated playing in Philly. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can relate. Yeah, I hear you. I get it. I get it. I love Michael Jack Schmidt. Yeah, he's great. Shout out to Michael Jack Schmidt. Hey. I'm, I'm just saying, you don't have to play a jingle or anything. He'd make a great Balin. Just saying. <laughs> well, should we? I mean, you know, if we're his mustache comes out of that office first, that's pretty awesome. I mean, are we then doing it's it? Mike Schmidt. I think we behind. should. I think we should. Just yeah, let's do, do it. it. Okay. We'll do it. Who would they play? Who would they play? Would they play? Moss is out of here. Nice. I love that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Great call too. That's uh, what uh, Richie Ash. Harry Callis. Harry Callis. Harry Callis. Yeah, the great Harry Callis, who who did the great the call for his 500th home run. Mike Schmidt's 500th home run was, and there it is, a swing, a long drive, deep left field. It's out of here, number 500 yeah. in the career of Michael Jack, Michael Jack Schmidt. Schmidt. Yeah, I I Classic. can hear it in my head. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so great. There was an so old great. old old video where they did a segment. Uh, that, that was like 1987, 86, 87. He hit his 500th home run. Maybe a little later. Anyway. Um, I want to say 87. I, I was watching that game with my dad on the TV. Yeah, yeah. The playing the Expos, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yep, yep. And uh, they, so they had... Tim Raines in the Expos. Yeah, that's right. They had all the other Phillies, like, not all of them, but they had, they asked the Phillies players to imitate 
Harry Callis doing the call of Michael Jack Schmidt's 500th home run. And it is... No, that's so fun. It's hilarious. That's so yeah, fun. I don't know if it's on YouTube, but man, it was really fun. Well, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, it was really good. All right, so Mike so Schmidt as go. Balin. I love Balin. It. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All, he's, he was a little soft-spoken too, Mike Schmidt. He was quiet, recall. yeah. Didn't yeah, say a lot. A, did, didn't appreciate all the, the accolades and the attention. But he also didn't um, mince words. You know what I mean? Like when he came no, out and said, he no. said what he felt, what he thought. That's right. He wasn't right. like just one of, he wasn't like Tom Brady who just comes out and says, you know, whatever people want to hear. Sure. He was very sure. honest, brutally honest. Yeah. No, I agree. That's why they didn't like him. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They they made his life pretty shitty for a long while. <laughs> they sure did. <laughs> and not almost as shitty as the playing on that fucking concrete floor that he played oh on all God. his life. At the vet? Horrible. Tore up his knees and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. He was great, though. Oh, Michael Jack Schmidt, where, Schmidt the, where have you gone? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, right. Oh, Schmidt. Okay, let's go back to Schmidt. Schmidt. So there he is. He's bailing. Yeah, I love that. I, I got to put him in the corral. Please right? do. Yeah. We got to have him. Got to have him. This corral is crazy. <laughs> corral is he? <laughs> <laughs> Who's in there? Who you got for me? You you want me to run it yeah, down? Yeah, run it down. So far, it's only three dudes. All right, good. But these three guys <laughs> in a corral would be fantastic. <laughs> Starting with Mr. Bo Outlaw. He was the oh, first yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember Bo Outlaw? Of course. And then Forrest Whitaker as Saw Guerrera. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Yeah. Do it. Bo Outlaw will know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Mr. Mike Schmidt. This is now. fantastic. <laughs> it's pretty it great. Pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> I just love imagining those three guys sitting I, around shooting the shit. I can't wait to like do the voting and put up the pictures of these guys in the corral, like on Twitter. Uh, it's, it's so fun to uh, see the faces. I do think Saw Guerrera and Mike Schmidt are going to get along like... <laughs> Famously. Well, they both do appreciate the truth. Right? You know? <laughs> thick I mean, as thieves. Yeah. That's right. Thick as thieves. <laughs> thick as thieves. He, he would honestly say about Mike Schmidt, he does not need Bo Gullet. <laughs> he already knows the truth. <laughs> Plus, Bo Gullet would just must that beautiful hair, that, that beautiful red hair that Mike Schmidt has. I'd like to see him try, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's possible. Um... Moving on. We're moving on. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. The Christian Feast of the Pentecost takes place on the 50th day of the Easter season. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. That's when you get like your tongue on fire, right? Is that what happens? Yeah. There's something about tongues on fire and people speaking (laughs) tongues and that kind of thing. I know it as White Sunday. Oh, White Sunday. All right. Yeah. That's the only thing I know about that Pentecostal feast. Okay. All right. Um. What about the great feasts you may have had? <laughs> <laughs> what do you remember about it? Uh, moving on to some 50-ery. Oh, That's great. Hard to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so a smattering of 50s here to wind us down. Love it. There are 50 states in the United States of America. True. How do you like that? I like that. You know, my mother <laughs> at one time, uh, she taught third grade. And uh, she came home from school one day and she said to me, you know, Billy, the funniest thing happened in class today. I was like, what's that? She said, I was teaching the kids about the United States. I told them there's 48 states. And this was like, you know, in our lifetime, 48 states, the United States. And they kept arguing with me that there were 50. And she she was insisting that there were 48. I was like, no, mom, there are 50. She's like, no, there's 46 and then Alaska and Hawaii. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, mom. That there had to 50. have been an embarrassing moment <laughs> yeah, for your mom. So the next day, she had to go back in and be like, okay, you're all smarter than me. It was 50. <laughs> go back Are, into that classroom, map between your legs. <laughs> you're like, I'm sorry. Are you smarter than a third grader? I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> That's, she's uh, what a sweet woman too. Like you could just you could see how how that might have embarrassed. Her. <laughs> I just feel so bad. Don't feel bad. She was she laughed about it. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, good. Good. I mean, I guess it's like it's like it's a simple one mistake. Of the great know? things about the Weingartner clan is you could be like just devastatingly wrong <laughs> all the time and still bounce back. <laughs> that's that's how we roll. It's a superpower. That's right. Really? Yeah. It's fantastic. It's admirable. It's not my place to say. It's admirable. So yeah, 50 States, shout out to your mom That's on right, that one. Yeah. Um, there was obviously a TV show, which I was a kind of a fan of, called Hawaii Five O. Oh, yeah. Sure. And it's reimagined version called Hawaii Five O. <laughs> no change there. Which was like um, a thousand times sexier. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, you got to sex it up. Yeah, you have right, to. yeah. Um, that was so-called Hawaii Five-0 because, as your mom can now tell us, it was the 50th and final state right. to be added to the union. Right. Five-0 uh, then became a slang for police officers, which uh, any uh, 90s era hip-hop will have you believing. Yep. Um, it, is a, it is also a warning in some areas, quote unquote, that the police may be approaching. Oh, yeah. 5050. <laughs> yeah. Get leasing them. 50. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you don't want leasing them to get, you know, pinched. That's right. Right? Yeah. Uh, it 50 uh, is a caliber of ammunition. Oh, sure. The 50 gauge BMG, which stands for the Browning Machine Gun. Ouch. I feel one of few guns to use the 50 cal. Wow. 50 cal's big. Yeah. That's a big, that's a big, it's a big, big bullet. Gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a big, big gun. <laughs> <laughs> With a big, big bullet inside. <laughs> the B 52 songs write themselves. How, how, this is so easy. Wait a minute. I, I have to pause for a minute. <laughs> okay. Can we cast Fred Schneider? <laughs> I pray that we will. <laughs> Who would they play? Who would they play? John Ham, Jacqueline Van Dam, Heather Graham, the boys from Wham. Who would they play? Who would they play? Chris Pratt, Joe Young, Fat, Benjamin Bratt, Oliver Platt. Who would they play? Who would they play? Who would they play? <laughs> this is a tough one. <laughs> it's a real tough one. I was, I, as I always do, thinking through as the theme song plays. What do you do with Fred <laughs> Schneider? <laughs> I'm sure his bandmates had a very similar thought. <laughs> it is a tough one because like if he's going to do the whole if he's going to do the whole play like <laughs> this, it's going to make it long. You know what I mean? Number I think one, we only we that's the only way only, he can do it. He's proven to us that that's the only way he yeah, can talk. Yeah, absolutely. So that's how yeah. he has to do it. It's true. So then uh, uh, which character best fits that style of delivery? Yeah, I guess becomes I the mean, question. Yeah, and then there's also the the sort of aesthetic we have to sort of pay attention to. Meaning, you know, like he's not like he he has a look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has a definite vibe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going right. Dave Moss. You're going Dave Moss. 
Wow. Going on a trip to Wisconsin. <laughs> I don't know. I'm spitballing fuck here. Fuck a lot of you. Fuck you all. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate that. The other one, of course, would be to put him as Balin, or not as Balin, as uh, as uh, the turtleneck dude. Uh, 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 Spaddle. Yeah, exactly. Balin was my first thought because get in that goddamn room <laughs> really works for it me. Really does. It's like something right out of a dance song. <laughs> it right? It's something like a DJ would yell at a, at a rave. <laughs> Roma, would you please? I'm trying to get some lunch. <laughs> I mean, I don't... How do we... I don't know. That's pretty hard to top. But then, really I mean, good. but then, you know, you could go Blake. That would be a, a that different would be shift on the whole too, Blake yeah. situation. <laughs> Put that right? coffee down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like kind of like Balin, though. That's really funny. What do you want? You want what? <laughs> All right. That's it. That cinches it for me right there. <laughs> That's too the meter. The, the, it's all. It's so good. It is pretty easy. Balin Corral, Fred Schneider, and Mike Schmidt both added today. I, Mike Schmidt just gets up and changes his chair to move farther away from Fred Schneider. Oh my god, that's really great. That's hilarious. I love it. I love it. That's good. I love that. That's good stuff. Fred Schneider has an annoying voice. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Saul Guerrero would not cotton to Fred Schneider. There's going to be some issues. <laughs> this corral, maybe there might be a dust up in this corral before <laughs> we, long. We might have to mediate some dust ups. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well, that's great. I love that. I'm glad we did that. Me too. Thank you for that. My pleasure. In millimeters. 50 is the focal length of the normal lens in 35 millimeter photography. Ah, nice. Yeah, I, I believe the normal length. I believe that's pointed out in a film in The Great Escape when they're doing their fake uh, IDs and stuff. Ooh. They need a camera and they're going to steal it or borrow it or, you know, whatever, sh- scrounge it from uh, one of the German soldiers, the guards. Yeah. Beg, borrow, steal. Sure. That's right. Any, yeah. Any, by any means necessary. And, yeah. Jim, and James Garner is like, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, is the scrounger, and he's the one who has to get it from the other. Like, That's a, a 50 millimeter float focal lens or whatever. It's wow. a focal shutter or something. It's, yeah. So it's, I think that's one of the details that's in that Look movie. Look at you yeah. quoting the greatest. I love that movie. Yeah, it is, great. it is great. I've only ever seen it once. I should rewatch. Oh, it's so good. I've seen it like dozens of times. It's really great. Yeah. Yeah. It does yeah. seem like one you could watch a bunch. Yeah. It's very watchable. Really good. Yeah. Except for, well, here, what's he, his name? Jay, uh, who's the guy? Who's this guy? The guy that does like the <laughs> squinty eye guy who talks to Charles Bronson. That's who this is. Charles oh, Bronson. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, that's a pretty good Bronson. <laughs> oh, <thank you. laughs> well, who's the Simpsons character that sounds like Bronson What are constantly? you doing, fella? Hey, what are you doing, fella? Yeah. Yeah. There is a Simpsons yeah, yeah, character yeah. who does that. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, corrections department, please get yeah, at us. Somebody with yell that. at us about it. It's good. Yeah. Um. Okay, so it was Suckadicopedia coming oh at boy. you. Fifty is the percentage equivalent to one half. Oh, come on, man. I mean, so the phrase "fitty fitty" <laughs> commonly expresses something divided equally into. Yeah, it does. That's right. <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um in years of marriage fitty is the gold or golden wedding anniversary sure 
That's a it's, that's big, right? man. Fifty years. That's a big that one. Yeah, big. that's a big that one. Really is. You know anyone that got there? Yeah, my in-laws. I think have made it to <laughs> sixty. Sheesh. Well, maybe not. They're approaching sixty. I know they've at least done fifty. Yeah? I was there for the fifty for sure. I mean, that is, it's admirable. It really is. I mean, it's you know, it's I mean, yeah, borderline insane, but also admirable. <laughs> Right. I mean, you got to put up with a lot of shit for fifty years, right? I mean, yeah. I even mean, if you're married uh, to yeah, a saint, or maybe maybe you, know? you don't. I don't. I don't want to bring my jaded uh, marriage <laughs> feelings into this, but maybe it's just perfect. Maybe they couldn't do it any other way. You know. I don't know. I think any two people together that much for fifty years, there's going to be some friction. You know what I mean? It's just That's natural. my gut too. Yeah. But you hear these stories. You know, they keep coming up. <laughs> people, they've fifty, sixty years have been together, never fought, never had an issue. Well, I don't know. That's what they say. That is what they say. <laughs> yeah, I don't buy it. Get more gullet on the job. We'll find out how those 50 years really went. But it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, get those little suctions on your head <laughs> and then tell me how much you don't fight. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, we'll see. Never fought a day in our life. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Mr. Gullet. <laughs> can I see you a moment, please? <laughs> Here, Grandpa, I want you to try on this cool new hat. It's going to be a little uncomfortable at first. <laughs> this might sting a little. And it may but kill you, but just, you know, <laughs> it's okay. Oh, that's true. It, it might almost kill right? you. Right? Doesn't Borgullet nearly it, kill most people or it does kill people? It's very people? risky, yeah, 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 to get the truth right. that way. It, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> very invasive, I mean, Borgullet. We have we have ways of making you talk. It's like that, you know? It's right. like, yeah. But they, they were all just talking about Borgullets they had stowed away. <laughs> <laughs> um, 50 is the speed limit in kilometers per hour of the Australian and Canadian roads with unspecified limits. Oh, interesting. For those of you wondering, that translates to 31 miles per yeah, hour. I was just going to say 51, 50 kilometers per hour is not fast. I was going to let you sort that out, but you know. Thank you for not letting me. F- 48 states and yeah. all that, I was nervous <laughs> for you. <laughs> Rightfully so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I used to, I mean, my, my scooter, that the most recent scooter I had, only had a kilometers per hour speedometer, right? So really? It had miles, but they were under the kilometers and really small. Under the kilometers. I've seen those. I've seen yeah, those. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I got a little used to thinking about things in kilometers. So I was always like, you know, when I hit, if I hit the freeway, I was like, oh, I'm shooting for 120. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I got to keep the speed up to 120. Uh, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. Yeah, so it, yeah, it's not 31 is not very fast, but you got to think that roads with unspecified limits are probably back roads. Yes. Side streets, that kind That's of thing. Right. Yeah. I like it. I don't know how they do it in can- Canada. <laughs> what do I know from Canada? <laughs> I love Canada. I know you Have do, you spent buddy. a lot of time in Canada? I've no, I've been to Saskatoon and Toronto uh, both for short short stints. Right, we talked about Saskatoon and how we were both in the same theater up there, the, ju- that's, the Jubilee, that's crazy. Theater, the 50 <laughs> Jubilee Theater. That's right. That's so crazy. That is crazy. I can't believe that. But uh, I love Canada. It's great. It is great. It is great. I mean, if I was going to expat anywhere, yeah, that's that's on the short list. Yeah, it's definitely high on that, my list you know? for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in in actual numerology, fifty expresses its sense of personal freedom. Ah. <laughs> its sense, <laughs> by the way, fifty has a sense, <laughs> and that sense is personal freedom. Well, sure it is. In the pursuit of whatever may be of interest, at the moment it becomes of interest, 
50 will pursue it without resistance from its inner self or from others. Wow. Now, you are 50. No, this is an impulsive motherfucker. This 50. Did you? <laughs> you are 50 years of age. I am 50 years of not? age. Yes, that's true. Do, I don't mean to blow up your spot. I mean, you don't look it. <laughs> you look 62. <laughs> but yeah. did you feel like 50 may have brought on a sense of uh, an expression of personal freedom for you? or? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, not for me, really. I mean, I guess you do get no? to a point as you get older, you're like... You don't, you know, you don't care what other people think and you're sort of you more... You give in, less of a fuck, Yeah, right? exactly. So you're more into yeah. your own thing and you don't care what yeah. other people think of it, whether they like it or not. Who cares? But this this whole whatever may be of interest at the moment it becomes of interest, that's anarchy. That's not, that's not personal freedom. Yeah, that's all impulse, right? That's just like... That's right. You can't, you can't live like that. No, that's tough. Yeah. I mean, God love you if you can. I guess it's probably nice, probably... you feel self-actualized in some way yeah but, uh, but you'd have to it's, it's like not, you know who's 50 is ricky roma you know what i mean just just free of all you know associations with anything or anyone yeah, yeah he's a hard 50 yeah for sure yeah just out yeah. there on your own you know doing whatever you want whenever you want screwing over everybody and not having a second thought about it yeah these i mean 50 i feel like there's a lot of 50s in glengarry since we stopped here oh i think blake blake is probably a 50 yeah yeah he might be a 50 right? I, w- I want to say even Williamson is kind of a 50. Hmm. I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think Williamson has a sense of duty and responsibility to someone other than himself. Yeah, that may be true. That may be true. Yeah. But I do think he has a personal freedom to, to dick guys around and not be nice. He tries to be a 50. And not worry about the repercussions. He tries to be a 50. Like he goes into Shelly's car and he's like, okay, give me the money. You know what I mean? And right. then, but then he backs right. off of it. You know, he wants to be a 50, but he can't quite get there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll buy that. Moving into sports balls right. of, of different kinds. Remember those? Remember sports? Ah, <laughs> uh, buddy. I, I mean, I know it's, it's widely reported, but the amount of classic basketball that I've been watching <laughs> could, I mean, it could choke a Shaquille. It really could. It's, it's, it's just mass, just endlessly streaming old basketball <laughs> games here because I miss it so much. <laughs> That's awesome. I was watching a game this morning, the one where uh, Washington uh, almost killed Rudy Tomjanovich. Oh, this? yeah, 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 yeah. The old yeah. That to so that I was watching that game. Boy, everyone was taken aback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, Kermit, right? Was Kermit Washington? Kermit, yeah, that's right. Thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, and um, and as a result, I'll I'll update the folks. Uh, it's gotten me shopping for short shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over the Amazons looking for shorty oh, shorts. I can't wait to see them. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> that's the right reaction. That's right. I mean, I have the gams. Well, sure. No one's doubting yeah. that. No, your, no one could. Your, Just, they're right here. Your bike riding and everything. You got, you got the statuesque. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm happy to flaunt them. These things go up, though. They go way up the there. The shorts, you mean? Yeah. Bring them. Bring them. Give them to me. Come on. Bring them. Let's go. Come on. Oh, oh. Shorts from your nostalgia file. Okay. Sure. Bring them to me. Come on. Give them. Come on. No. Come on. Wear them. Wear them. I want to see them. I'm totally going to wear them, Ricky. <laughs> I just settle down, buddy. I know. We all want to see them. I get it. We'll have to get a pic. We'll, we'll have to do a photo shoot and put some pictures up for the for the. Folks. We'll do a fashion show at the rest. <laughs> it'll be it'll be great. 
Lori Tanchin can weigh in. <laughs> Weighing in with Tanchin. <laughs> a new podcast. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that. She talks about whether it's wet out there tonight. <laughs> she also talks about sometimes when it's too hot and what happens. <laughs> and if it's busy in the restaurant or, and or if it's also slow. If it's busy, you know, for sure. Slow tonight. I like weighing in with Lori. That's Tanchin. really good. That's pretty yeah. good. Um, so 50, we have uh, one little cricket tidbit. Okay. Cricket bit. Uh, in, one, in cricket, one day internationals, each side may bat for 50 overs, whatever the fuck that means. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm not, I didn't do a deep dive into cricket. Well, because the rules are, are completely inexplicable. Like, you, you can and deep dive in it all day, you'd never figure it out. Any sport that can last uh, three days in uh, one game, forget yeah, it. Yeah, 50 overs? No, I have to keep track of that? Yeah, yeah. Each side. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's a hundred overs. That's a lot of overs. Yeah. It's way over the too number of overs I can handle. Too many, too many overs. Yeah. Where's the unders? Let's get some unders in there. Huh? <laughs> um, so that's all I have on cricket. All right. Maybe forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for the rest of my Good. life. Um, the most famous football player to wear number 50 was Mike Singletary, oh, in my humble opinion. Yes, I loved Mike Singletary. Um, those eyes. He was a joy to watch play. The eyes, those big eyes. The, yeah, the intensity of his eyes. It really, really told you how much he loved playing the game. Yeah, he was great. And he was great, and he was a joy to watch. But uh, if I may, uh, f- fuck football. Yeah. Um, you, you didn't want to let one guy kneel? Fuck you. Ruined the guy's life. <laughs> One guy uh, protesting peacefully uh, in the only platform he had, right. uh, and this is where we are now. Yeah, P- probably in eight. That was probably in eight of this, this unrest. This, yeah. you know, these protests. That's right. They all had a starting point at Colin Kaepernick's knee. Fuck you, NFL. That's right. That's my message to you. I, I totally agree. There was, you know, it's like uh, you you ru- ruined this guy's life. You kicked you, you kicked him out of the sport that he loved to play. Took away his way <laughs> yep. of earning a living. And then right. you were like, oops, <laughs> I guess we should have listened. Oh, well, hey, uh, we're still a so couple of things. We're still not going to let him play, but, you know, oopsie, <laughs> our bad. A couple of things. Uh, <laughs> there are apparently 48 states and <laughs> we really boned this one. <laughs> but yeah, no, fu- fuck that sport all day. Oh. I'm done with it. Uh, if Roger Goodell uh, wants to do a video, you know, apologizing, where is why is Kaepernick not in the video? At the end of the video, there should have been Kaepernick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. And he should have said, "There's a million ways to make this right, yeah. and they won't do any." That's of right. Them. Yeah, terrible, terrible, just awful. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I flat out boycott of the sport. And even the the owner of my beloved Philadelphia Eagles, who is a very uh, progressive guy. He is completely silent yeah. on this whole thing. Like he, he made a statement about you know supporting the protests and whatnot. But why right, you know right. our, our backup quarterback last year, two backup quarterbacks last year were a forty year old guy and a guy who's played like two games ever in his career. <laughs> we couldn't have used Colin Kaepernick. But no, man, they stand for that anthem. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give them that. Oh my god! Well, I mean, uh, how 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 is he throwing the ball? Uh, He's okay. But he'll stand for the anthem. Right, right. Oh, ah, sweet. <laughs> all right. He's hired. <laughs> fuck you all yeah, day. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, and, I, and I, you know, I'll say this also. There's, you know, a lot of the players are standing up and doing the right thing and, and protesting peacefully and, and using their platforms to, to great successes and all that stuff. So 
I don't hate them. No, bravo to them. Yeah, exactly. It's the league. Yes. The league I have issues Absolutely. with. Absolutely. I mean, if there is um, if there is a, a an image in your mind of systemic racism in this country, you just look at the hierarchy of the NFL, and that's pretty it's much the NFL, it. yeah, you know what 100%. I mean? yeah. yeah. All the white, totally. rich guys own everything and run everything, and then everyone yeah. else is just a cog in the machine. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Shit's got to change. That's right. That's why I'm out there protesting, baby. Me too. Um, so uh, protests are not moving into uh, a sports association that has, has always been far superior to the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> moving into my beloved association. Yeah. I'm, I'm expecting, um, let me just say, I'm expecting a rebirth of, of people showing up on this oh, list now. That I'm we've so glad you 50. said this. Because we've had two and two, right? That's right. Yeah. I'm expecting a renaissance. You're, the, and you're not wrong. And I would love for you to take a stab at what the number might be. Oh, how many 50s there are? How many guys have worn the number okay. 50? I'm gonna you want, do you want to take a I swing do. at it? I'm going to say uh, 187. Oh, my God. I thought I really, the way you said that, I thought it was, it's actually 118. Oh. Phenomenal guess. Thank you. And I really thought you were going to land on it. <laughs> that would have been crazy. That would have been It would have been so crazy. People would not have believed that it was uh, random. They would have thought it was pre-planned. <laughs> Absolutely, but we pre-planned That's nothing. Right. We just turned on. People stuff. have to know. Yeah, that, by the no, way, this on. podcast it's apparent just drifts drifts <laughs> off into any direction. <laughs> we have nothing prepared. <laughs> but yeah, 118 guys wore the number 50 in my beloved association, and here are a few of my favorites. One, Mr. Lavoy Allen. Oh, former Sixer great Lavoy Allen. That's right. I know. I was really I had high hopes for him, I and I kind of went away. Yeah. Wherever he went, they're not using him right. That's right. Ahoy, Lavoy. <laughs> Ahoy, hoy, Lavoy. <laughs> the great Greg Antony. Oh, yeah. Who I yeah. always loved. I've always Out loved. of UNLV. That's right. Running That's Rebs. Right. They're running Rebs. Yep. Tarkanian chewing on pals. <laughs> Greg Antony making laughs. That's right. They were, great. they were great. I love Greg Antony. I like him as an analyst, he, too. I, I do, too. I do, too. I yeah. like him a lot as an analyst. He's great. Yeah. I love little Greg Antony. Um, the not-so-great. Joel Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Not, so, Not great. so great. But War 50 okay. wore it Good well for him. on that, that big body. Yeah. Dan the Flying Dutchman Gedzurek. <laughs> Remember Dan Gedzurek? Vaguely, yes. Yeah, you do, yeah. right? Um, the detestable Tyler Hansborough. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh God. You had a reaction, a physical, visceral oh, reaction yeah. well, I mean, to just the name. Everyone listening to this podcast, I'm sure, did. Yeah. I mean, just. You, usually I have to see his face to vomit, actually vomit, Ugh. but like the name alone yeah. is pretty pretty disgusting. That is gross. Ugh. But here's something to resweeten that palate. Okay. Eddie Housefire House. <laughs> I know you One love him. One of my him, favorite yeah. bench players of all time. <laughs> How do you not love Eddie House? You just come in gunning? Yeah. He he had to wait till till he was in the game to know if he had it that night because <laughs> the first thing he was doing was chucking up jumpers. <laughs> Do I got it? Hell yeah, I got it. <laughs> and then they'd call it a house That's fire. Okay. And if he didn't have it, he just sat back down and didn't play for the rest of the game. It was perfect. That does perfect. sound really great, actually, as a job, right? You right? know, like that's perfect. Yeah, get in there, chuck up a bunch <laughs> of ridiculous jumpers. If they start falling, we'll leave you in. Yeah, there. that sounds great. It's pretty that great. Is great. Pretty great deal Eddie House had. A fellow by the name of Othello Hunter. Oh, I don't remember Othello Hunter. On this list because his name is Othello. That's pretty nice, yeah. It is pretty nice, yeah. Shout out to his parents. That's a great name. Yeah, it is. 
Another great name, Popeye Jones. Oh, he was fun, wasn't he? You loved Popeye. Yeah, Popeye was really fun. He was fun. Yeah. One of those effort guys. Give me that rebound. Leads me to believe you don't know who Popeye Jones actually is. really killing me under the boards. I tell you what, it's killing me. I love the two voices of Mr. Yeah. Popeye. What was that all about? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But he did have at least two different voices that he, he did. did. He yeah. had the low, indistinguishable mumble right. and then the gravelly <laughs> sailor guy voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, I can't, uh, can't get off the ground, but I uh, feel like your legs are concrete. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. You're going to box me out, uh, eh? Get, oh, get, sure uh, get my spinach uh, <laughs> try you. Try hauling lamb beer up and down the floor every night. <laughs> Ooh, box me out, will you? Okay. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> um, Corey Maggetti. You remember Corey oh, yeah, Maggetti? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of Duke, Built Duke. like a brick shit house. You know, never quite became what his promise Didn't was. Thought he would be better. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, Mike Miller, another oh. detestable fella. Oh, you don't like Mike Miller? Never did. Huh, all right. I kind of enjoyed nah, it. Nah, dirty, dirty player. Yeah. Skilled, skilled. Very skilled. skilled yeah. Very skilled. Yeah. Very, very good. Big man was, was a stretch four before there was such a yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, it did not, didn't care for his playing style. I hear you. A little too much like Lambeer, if you ask gotcha. me. Gotcha. Um, Gentleman Emeka Okafor. Oh, yeah. Number one overall pick what's, Emeka Okafor. What's an Okafor? <laughs> <laughs> to pee with. <laughs> A Mecca Okafor. Another one that just never came through. No. Had the had the size and the athleticism, but just didn't just couldn't put it all yeah. together. Yep. You yep. know? Mr. Ben Poquette. Oh, I don't know him. You don't know Ben Poquette? No. Tell me about him. Oh, interesting. Well, he was a he was a late nineties oh. fellow. Huh. Big big white guy. I don't remember Ben Poquette. Really? No. That shocks me. Yeah. Oh well. All right. You go. I mean, he, uh, yeah, he's he's worth looking okay. up. Okay. All right. He's worth looking up. Um, and then we were rounding out with some guys that you probably haven't heard of, but and some you definitely have, but uh, Eugene Goo Kennedy, <laughs> <laughs> war number 50. Okay. Uh, apparently, Goo was just an amalgam of the different ways people said Eugene. I don't know. I couldn't get a straight answer on the Goo. <laughs> I thought there was maybe a gem at the end of that story, but no. He's also it's just it was also extraordinarily sticky. <laughs> well, just that must have guy. been it then. Yeah, yeah. as a guy, right. <laughs> just that, just sticky as a man. Right. Yeah. To a man, he's sticky. To a man, that dude is sticky, yo. <laughs> I mean, I, you try boxing him out, I couldn't get up, <laughs> couldn't jump. Uh, he played. He just so you know, he played for the spirit of the spirits of St. Louis and the Utah Stars. Wow! And the Dallas Chaparrals. <laughs> How do you like that That's name? That's awesome. Isn't Chaparral just a like a meadow? It's just like a place in nature. Is that what isn't it, it is? I was I was just I think thinking so. to myself, what the hell is a Chaparral? I think it's just like a it's like a way to describe a meadow. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up for you. It's a crazy thing to call your team. 
Uh, and then did I say Zebo? Did I say Zach Randolph? No, we didn't get the Zach Randolph yet. Zebo, probably a, a, one of the more famous. Yeah, he was huh? really good. I mean, he was really good. Had a small window, but in that window, he was oh, very yeah, good. He was dominant for a few years there. Yeah, for sure. One of those guys couldn't just couldn't keep the weight off. Yeah, yeah. You know, Zebo and Big Baby. These guys, right. they struggle with their diets. Right. Chaparral, by the way, is, is vegetation consisting chiefly of tangled shrubs and thorny bushes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, careful coming in here playing the Dallas Chaparrals. <laughs> we will cut your ankles. We are a bunch of thorny motherfuckers. We are thorny mofos. <laughs> thorny mofos. That's bad. good. I like that. I like it. Band yeah, name. Good right? band name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your man, Theo Ratliff. Oh, I loved Theo Ratliff. You did, right? You had big hopes so for him. So sad when sure. we traded him, but we did get Matumbo in exchange, so you can't really cry about that. So you can't, yeah, yeah you can't scoff no, at you that can't. one. Um, and then we have Hall of Famer David the Admiral Robinson. Oh, yeah. What a great player. Right? I mean, the probably the quintessential 50. You think? When I think 50, I think the Admiral. Uh, yeah. yeah. He was great. Yeah. Who who do you think? Lavoy Allen? <laughs> <laughs> who's, a, who's a more well-known 50? I don't know. I, I, I have a hard time doing that, like coming up with, you know, I always get them wrong when I think I think of a 50 and then it's not actually 50. I say basketball player wore 50. You're not thinking at the Admiral Yeah, the first? Admiral. Yeah, for sure. He's got to jump in there, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. Another Hall of Famer. Uh, I like to call him the Lesser Tower. <laughs> Mr. Ralph Sampson. There you go. Now we're talking. <laughs> you liked him. I did like Ralph Sampson out of Virginia. In, in one of the games I had watched recently, it was what, I watched the entire Celtics-Rockets finals. Oh. Those, that 86 Celtics yeah. team. Robbed by not being able to play the Lakers, but the Rockets beat the Lakers that year. It was just how it happened. Um but there was something wrong with Ralph Sampson, and they kept talking about it. <laughs> like Tommy Heimson would be like, there's just something wrong with him right now. He just doesn't look right. He doesn't feel right. His head is down. His body language is terrible. <laughs> and it's true. That whole series, he was garbage. Yeah. He, I mean, he was, he was so lanky and big and just like, you know, I loved him. But he, again... You would think he and Elijah Wan would have just torn up the league, but they just never well, really... Well, they did. I mean, that's what... They played in the finals because they were right, great right. together. And then something happened. Yeah. I think mean, he ran out of gas or, if, you know, Robert Parrish whispered something about his wife in his ear or something. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but <laughs> I don't, he just got taken out of his game. It was crazy. That is crazy. Um, but yeah, Hall of Famer. Yeah, great. I he mean, was really good. You know, and he was really good. Um, and, uh, as I, I, I hasten to even bring this guy up, but I hate him so much that I kind of had to give him some cred here. Um, the loathsome, the abhorrent, the reprehensible Felton Spencer. Felton Spencer. My least favorite. Yeah. Am I saying that wrong? No. Is, is Felton Spencer the guy that we hate? Cause there's a guy named Felton that we hate together. And it's not Felton Spencer? I don't know that it is. I <laughs> It's Felton, what is it? Felton Some, what? <laughs> How do I get this wrong? I feel like I think there's 48 <laughs> states all of a sudden. Felton, I, I could be wrong that it's not Felton Spencer. I think it's Felton Spencer. Felton? Yeah, it's Felton <laughs> Spencer. <laughs> the, at least the guy I'm talking about the is The little Felton chubby Spencer. guy, right? Who's like the point guard and he's just, I hate him. Oh no, that's not Felton Spencer at all. Who, who? No, that's, that's a different guy. Yeah. That's Raymond Felton. That's the guy I hate, Raymond Felton. Okay. okay. I, I don't like Raymond Felton, but I hate Felton Spencer. 
I see Felton Spencer now. I don't hate Felton Spencer. I have I have no no bad feeling for Felton Spencer. Well, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Pal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you like you like yourself a Felton? Sure, why not? That one at least. It's shocking, shocking <laughs> to me. <laughs> and I'm finally last player on the list: the great, the indubitably great. Greg Kite. Oh, my gosh. Gregory Fuller Kite, a member of the greatest basketball team ever assembled. Yeah, yeah. World champion, <laughs> 1986 Boston Celtics. And he was a thug and a muscleman. Probably the best looking guy on that whole roster. How dare you, sir? <laughs> How dare you? Come on. No, I d- he had a very, uh, what would you call it? Uh, a Magnum-esque <laughs> yeah, look to him. Yeah, he did. <laughs> right? Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess maybe it's my love that, that uh, leads me to believe that there were handsomer fellas. <laughs> B- Bill Walton, for example. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even get it all the way out <laughs> without laughing. Greg Kite. Okay. Gregory Kite. Gregory Fuller Kite. Yeah, he was something else. You can't get a Fuller Kite than him. <laughs> It's as, as full as they come. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, go fuller kite. And there ends the laborious numerology. All right, segment, buddy. That was fantastic. Thank you. It was like you look a little fatigued. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel great. I feel <laughs> wonderful. I do. I feel like Fred Schneider after a rave. <laughs> I feel like I could go all night. For sure. It feels like my tongue has hair on it. <laughs> you know what I'd like to do now, Zombo? What? PDP! Yes! Pasty doughy guy. <laughs> Our next jingle has to be an homage. <laughs> yeah, that's true. To Fred Schneider, please. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Well, I, when we left off, when last we left our characters. Before you get yes, to that. Yes, go ahead. Calling a okay. timeout. I just have one more thing to say about the jingle. Right. I've been using this CBD oil. <laughs> and I, every time I use it, guess what's going through my head? <laughs> I can imagine. The, the jingle, of course. CBD. <laughs> Going on my fingers, CBD makes me feel good. <laughs> it's good. That's it's fantastic. Really good. Yeah. Um, so when last we left, we kind of left off at a good point, actually, which is odd. Uh, but because uh, the last words that we heard when we left were the words, welcome back to Premier Properties. It was Blake. Boom. Blake sort of. Cliffhanger. Yeah, cliffhanger and sort of establishing a new thing. So it was almost mm. like you could end there. You know what I mean? And know yep. where we are. We're back at Premier Properties. The guys are back, except for Ricky, of course, who's stuck in that terrible coma. Yeah. So it wasn't yeah, I mean, a bad point to leave it. The novel coronavirus knew what it was doing. <laughs> it's smart. It's a smart virus, a, as from I mean, what we've that's heard. Actually, legitimately very, part of the problem is that it's super adaptive right. and smart. But uh, yeah, it knew to, to, to interrupt us at any other point would have been a fiasco. Yeah, it would not have worked out well. But this worked right. out and great. Beautiful. <laughs> so, beautiful. But today it does look like uh, we're going we're gonna to check in with Ricky and see how he's doing these days. Oh, 
great. You know, I love checking in. Yeah, with maybe, him. maybe, maybe he recovered. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is the moment where, where, where we're back and Ricky's back. I, I imagine it's hard to keep a man like Ricky down. Yeah. So you might be right. Well, well, I guess we'll find out. I guess well, let's see. They say, they say life is what you make it. Who says? And, um, how did we get on a train? Are we going somewhere, Mr. Roma? Yes. No. I don't know. They say you have a responsibility. They say one can, if one has the strength of purpose. One can have a will of one's own. I say, in terms of will, who will you meet along the way? Who guides you by their example? who sets you on a path to who you are. This may mean something to you, it may not. I don't know, I don't know anymore. You trying to sell me something, mister? Maybe I am. Maybe I am, you little cunt. You fucking child. Yeah, well, I am just a kid, you know. I don't even like girls, yuck. Well, I'll tell you. I think I was just a kid when I first met them. When you met whom, Mr. Oma? When I met four beautiful, beautiful rolling women who would teach me the truths of sentience. The what now? The facts of life. Yeah, okay. But um, what's a rolling woman? It was just outside Peekskill, New York. I was hitching a ride up to Albany when I met a kindly old woman took me to a boarding school where she worked. Wait until you meet the girls. They're just gonna eat you up. It was there that I met four women who would change the course of my life. Uh, four rolling women? There was Natalie Green. Sweet, sweet Natalie. Who taught me the importance of the language of love. What about the great fucks you had, little Ricky? What do you remember about them? I have not, as yet, had any fucks, I don't think. I don't know. For me, what I'm saying is, it's probably not the orgasm. There was a very, I don't know, like a way my forearm seemed to crush his windpipe. You know, something his eyes did. <laughs> there was a sound he made. Okay, jeez. Uh, windpipe crushing sounds uh, less than sexy. Then there was the precocious little Tootie Ramsey, who taught me the importance of traveling in style. These roller skates right here, these are the Cadillac of roller skates. Cadillacs, you say? Best of the best, little Ricky. Uh-huh, you can believe that. Cadillacs. Got it. The wheels you use to get around say a lot about who you are, little Ricky. So would you say that if someone were to owe me a Cadillac, I should be adamant about the receipt of that Cadillac, yes? Absolutely, little Ricky. Absolutely, no question. And of course... Who could forget the stunning and effervescent Blair Warner? Perfect hair is so important. I mean, fabrics are important, too. The way they hang on a person is very important. But hair... Hair? Blair? Hair? That's right, little Ricky. It's a very important part of the whole package. Good for getting attention. Have I got your attention? Exactly. Proper hair can keep a person's interest. Are you interested? I know you are, because it's feather or walk. 
Having nice hair helps people around you make decisions. For Christ? Does it really? And action. Uh, so, nothing about action. I'd even say you could use it to send a secret signal to someone. Like this? Exactly, little Ricky. Oh, little Ricky. You're gonna be good at ripping people off. And last, but certainly not least, the rough-and-tumble, no-nonsense approach of Mrs. Joe Polnicek. Yo, hand me that wrench. Box or socket? Well, I'm working on a cylinder head, so obviously I mean an Allen wrench, little Ricky. Sorry, sorry. What you're hired for is to help me. This a paid gig? Does that seem clear to you? No, not at all. To help teenage girls going out there try to fix their motorcycle, you fairy. You bad at keeping me company, man. I am so very sorry. Now hurry up. I got a trip to take later, and I'm sure as hell not taking the train. Why, Joe? Why not the train? Talk to me. Talk to me. Because, little Ricky, all train compartments smell vaguely of shit. All train compartments smell vaguely of shit. Yeah, I never really minded it. And I'll tell you something else. The subway, a lot like life. That right, Mr. Roma? This train, it barrels along, knocking things off the rails. Chew fucking chew. It twists and it turns, nearly knocking you down, trying to take you out trying to disrupt you and your choices on the train of life are very simple you either get the fuck on or you get the fuck off that's all there is door's gonna open soon it may be time for me to deboard this life deboard i'm fucked on the deboard <laughs> wait for this train to come to a full and complete stop step onto the platform of the great unknown Knowing what got me this far is such a simple idea. What's that, Mr. Roma? You take the good, you take the bad. You take them both, and there you have the facts of life. Well, I don't even know what to say, other than wow. Wow is the only thing you can say. <laughs> the only thing any of us can say I, I had no idea wow. i had no idea that I, I just had no idea any of this ever could have happened ricky to ricky yeah to, to ricky and it, to the girls and to it mrs garrett have shaped so much of his perspective it really did he really he really got deep there at the end talking about yeah, how it shaped him yeah well yeah and you could see it in the little flashbacks yeah yeah for sure every single one seemed to point to something we know ricky to believe <laughs> that's right that's right, right yeah they yeah. were they they really were uh, transformative in his in his growing up to be who he is. Indeed, indeed, amazing. Yeah. I, 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 I yeah. never would have imagined it. It's hard to imagine. <laughs> I'll tell you that. And uh, it's also it. Yeah, I, the timelines don't really work. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, Ricky wouldn't have been a little Ricky. At the time, we know of those wonderful women. Why not? I think we—he would have been older, Ricky. Uh. He would have been an older man, not so little. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's. <laughs> How old is little Ricky in in this scene with the? Oh, I thought. Would you he say he was probably like thirteen? He was old 13. enough to have sort of the beginning of a sexual urge of an awakening. He was like the same age as the girls, you know, teenaged. 
Okay. Boarding, okay. boarding school aged, Ricky. Okay. What? I, I just think it's a little off. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's plenty to nitpick if you're going to nitpick Certainly that Certainly not kind something I should have pointed it's out all right. either way. No, it's fine. It's a good I'm glad that you pointed it out. Uh, you know, uh, uh, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's the maybe it's the new system we have with Grace hooked up to the online thing and everything. It's throwing her off a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, anything can happen. That's right. We're on a we're on a death subway. <laughs> we're I mean, there's a lot going yeah, this, on here. There's this scene proves anything can happen. Anything can for happen. Sure. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. And I need to suspend my disbelief <laughs> a little bit. And uh, yeah, but pheno- since you brought it up, phenomenal script from Grace this week. Ah, it was just just life altering. Splendid. Splendid. <laughs> it was it was both um it it was it was pretty amazing because it was both so shallow and so deep at the same time. <laughs> you know what I mean? It really was. Yeah. Yeah, well you got Blair Warner to hold down the exactly. shallow. Exactly. Exactly. You know. That's where I was going. She's always the shallow That's right. champion. Yeah. And yet the, the and Ricky's really having sort of a a moment here where he's really reevaluating his life and and if it, if this is his death, you know, what does that mean? You know, ah. Uh. Oh, sure. You mean, yes, the old, old Ricky. Yeah, yeah. Na- current Regular Ricky. Now Ricky. Yeah. Because <laughs> it also seems like, you know, in the scene, young Ricky, he's re- this really like jettisons him <laughs> to, on a direction. You know, it's it would be, it seems to be, the more I think about it, something upon death approaching that you'd want to sort of think back. Right. What was the, you know, what's the turning moment? What were, what were the big moments? What were, where were the forks in the right. road? You know? Definitely a, 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 a fond memory for him, for regular Ricky. So the, the four facts of life, girls unknowingly created the perfect salesman. <laughs> <laughs> That's bonkers. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't just them. I, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is, but I th- we, look, the, it's a majority of their the work. The Cunninghams had their hand in it, right? I mean, look the Fonz, no, you know, the, nothing. They did nothing. <laughs> they were meaningless. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe there was a little coolness factor from the Fonz, <laughs> sure. But uh, I mean, come on, he got lessons. He really did hard lessons. He was at school with these girls. And he got schooled by them. Schooled by them, exactly. Yeah. Ladies? No, they were girls. I'm allowed to call girls girls still, I right? I think so. How's that yes, work? Yes, I think you can. I, I don't feel comfortable with the term girls. Why not? Because when, when I hear people use it about... Women. Women who are 15, 16, 17 and older, I'm like, that's not... Uh-uh. Right. Well, it's, it's like where it is, it is insulting if we call a woman a girl. That's right? what I'm saying. But I yeah. don't know where the line is. Like, I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't know what the demarcation age is where... A girl becomes a woman. Maybe there isn't one particular one. Maybe it, it's a, it's a range, right? Well, yeah. I mean, th- if the Jews have taught us anything, it's thirteen. Oh, is that <laughs> right? Isn't that isn't that the into woman? I guess so. Right into man. Yeah, the, into uh, the bar mitzvah or whatever. Bar and bots. bots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bots mitzvah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. There's one. That's one example. So that's one culture's take on go. it. And then we've you know? heard from the numerology segment that certain countries have a very low age of like marriage that's and right. stuff, which is bonkers. And we consider eighteen to be right, don't we? Kind, kind of, of. just by default. Yeah. I mean, you're legal. Right. Right. Adulthood, eighteen. You can vote. Kind of you're a woman. That yeah, kind of thing yeah, yeah. all seems to go hand in right. hand. Right. But then there's like when like what I'm going to use a, a the term you know being made a woman. 
quote unquote. Yes. You know, like the first time you have sex, is that when you become a woman? Because a lot of women are doing that younger these days than they did in the past, you know? Yeah. And in areas (laughs) that they didn't in the past. (laughs) What does that count? I don't even know. (laughs) I mean, that counts for me. I think when it gets, I would call it sex still. (laughs) But in either direction. (laughs) But I think that's like a biblical loophole to how you know if if the religion has really twisted their minds they go like well but god's just talking about the pussy i just have to keep that clean everything else isn't that how it works open season everything else is like yeah it's a god (laughs) i think that is some weird like suburban way that people think about sex yeah i don't know i don't understand it but i think that's some rationale that people have developed to be like no it's cool (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep the birth canal free of <laughs> of any d- d- un- unnecessary debris. <laughs> uh, other things, fine. <laughs> you know? And look, are guys arguing no. with it? Probably no, not. Probably not. Absolutely no. not. Yeah. yeah. In the, to use the classic saying, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Meatloaf. <laughs> Flat Meatloaf. <laughs> Flat meatloaf. <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> I love that. It. Is a good one. Okay. All right. Well, uh, overall, what are your, we've covered our overall thoughts on the scene. Yeah. Are there any talk to me? Talk any to specific me. things that jumped out at you? So many. <laughs> too many to name. <laughs> well, at the at the beginning, Ricky is very. Uh, thoughtful and sort of again we're on this train they're driving on the subway train through right, the right. unknown or whatever it is D- right? right it's very right. sort of metaphoric and symbolic death death train yeah. to the to the platform right the a death train in ricky's head and there's ricky right. and, and charlie is there with him as his constant companion in his mind is that that little shit yeah, charlie. I, I don't think i ever do that <laughs> <laughs> I think you conveniently forget it. Did I know yeah. that? Come on. How could you forget Charlie? He's like one of the stars of the show here. He's a, such a, a critical character. Hello? Hello? Uh, is this thing on? <laughs> I think, yeah. I just was so <laughs> perplexed by your take. <laughs> um, agree to disagree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Ricky's going on about... Uh, that you you have you have a responsibility. Who do you meet along the way that guides you by example? Like you said, he's having this memory of these women who really shaped his life in a profound right, right. way, profoundly. Uh, and uh, Charlie's not getting it. He thinks maybe Ricky's trying to sell him something. And it's a solid gut reaction right. from that kid because <laughs> Ricky usually <laughs> True. is. Uh, and uh, and and then. Uh, Ricky calls him a fucking child. Uh, and then Charlie proclaims that he doesn't even like girls. He's so young. He hasn't reached that bar mitzvah age yet or whatever where he's into girls. That's right. That's right. Whatever the cutoff right. is for Charlie. Exactly. Yeah. And that kind of triggers in Ricky's memory these these young ladies or the time of his life when he first got into girls. Maybe that's what this is. Maybe this is when he first kind of noticed the other gender. I don't care what age you are. If you're fixing a motorcycle with Joe Polnicek, you're going to start to feel some things. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be an awakening. 
I mean, yeah. I can I can only speak from experience. <laughs> <laughs> you, all you did was watch her fix motorcycles, and you've experienced things. So you don't know what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. No, you're right. It was an awakening just to watch there her do. Go. So Ricky describes that he met these four 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 beautiful beautiful rolling women who would teach him the truths of sentience also known as the yeah. facts of life that's right that's right and you know charlie's very interested in this idea of a rolling woman comes up a couple <laughs> more times well it's odd it's an odd thing to have said <laughs> it is odd i'm with charlie on this one <laughs> yeah it is odd i don't quite get it either yeah it's like when grace pulls she can sometimes only pull whole phrases <laughs> And they might not be applicable necessarily. <laughs> they kind of fit, but they don't always. Yeah. It's like she got the word in the right location in the sentence, but it just doesn't, <laughs> right. doesn't make any sense there. You know what I mean? Right. All things that are beautiful somehow in the code just equal beautiful, beautiful rolling. Right. And something rolling. Whatever's. Yes. A good yeah. thing. Something is has to be twice beautiful and once rolling <laughs> for it to be beautiful. <laughs> I like that mathematical equation, though. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know me. I'm all about the math. Right, yeah. Two beautifuls yeah. times one rolling equals something good. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. So, apparently, Ricky was in uh, Peekskill, New York, or nearabouts, hitchhiking a ride up to Albany for some reason. Sure. Well, why not? I mean... I mean, nobody really goes to no, Albany. No, certainly not. For any good no, reason. No, but there's probably a lot of suckers up there. You know what I mean? Maybe he had, had gotten a lead oh, yeah. or something. Born every minute yeah. up there. Yeah. Um, and then he gets uh, a, a kindly old woman takes him to a boarding school where she works, I guess, so he could live there temporarily. Well, I mean, we know who that is. Mrs. Garrett. Are we pretending we don't know who no. that is? I'm not pretending okay. a goddamn thing. You called her a kindly well, old that's woman. What, that's what Ricky called her. Oh, sure. Sure. I well, forgot. <laughs> I, f- I forgot. Yeah. I just thought you were ob- obfuscating. No, no, who not that on was. purpose. No. Okay. So, cool. yeah, Mrs. Garrett, who was just phenomenal. I mean, fantastic actor doing Mrs. G in this right. one. Yeah, too, well, <laughs> I'll say. All, all too brief an fan- appearance from Mrs. G. I would say. <laughs> I, was, I was hungry for a little more Mrs. G, and I didn't get it. But it's okay. I mean, said every guy ever. <laughs> I'm hungry for a little more Mrs. G. <laughs> and by the way, oh. The Facts of Life, of course, was a spinoff from... I don't know. You don't know? Come on. I don't. I knew it was a spinoff, but I, I can't remember who the spinoff character really? was and where. Oh, Demi Strokes. Yeah, Mrs. Yes. Garrett was their housekeeper. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. And then yeah. I guess for some, some reason she moved on to be a house marm at a school or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> Well, you work for one rich white guy. <laughs> the whole world kind of opens up that's to you. That's right. Yeah. You yeah, know? that's true. I don't know why you would want to leave the employee of Mr. What's-His-Face, whatever his name was. I can't remember. <laughs> Conrad Bain. I can't remember what his character's name was on that show. I wanted to call him stupid, <laughs> like an asshole. It was Drummond. Drummond. That's right, Mr. Drummond. Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, and it took a long time for the boys to call him dad and not Mr. Drummond, if I remember correctly. Right. Yeah. That's right. But That's I right. don't know that I would leave the employee of Mr. Drummond. That seemed like a pretty sweet gig. Yeah. I, I me too. I'd be like, what you talking about, Mrs. G. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. But nonetheless, she felt she needed to move on and so there you go. There you go. I guess indeed. she wanted to be with 
you know, you know shape the lives of young girls. That's one way to look at I it. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, she was shaping the lives of young men and, and girls because Mr. Drummond had and that one daughter. girl. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. So, like, what was the dog, what was the little Drummond lady's name? What was her <laughs> little daughter Drummond? What was her name? <laughs> um, oh God, Drummond what daughter. Was her name? Because um, I had a crush on her for sure. 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 <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, I definitely had a crush on her, and she always seemed like the adult also. She was just a, another adult, even though she was one of the yeah, kids. Yeah, she was pro- well, she was she rarely, probably old. She was older than the other two kids, certainly. Except for that one time when she got in some horrible trouble. That she didn't really get into trouble much. She was kind of a finger wagger. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She was she was kind of a side character almost. Like the, the two boys right. were the key thing. It was exactly. Dana Plato was the actor. Dana Plato, of course. She played Kimberly Drummond on the show. Kimberly. Yeah. Would never have pulled Kimberly. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about, Kimberly? That's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Um, so anyway, Mrs. Garrett picks up Ricky, takes him back to the, the school. And there he meets yeah. the four rolling women. She says, I know just the place for this young boy, an all-girls school. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. That's absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. I mean, you know, you meet a young Ricky Roma, you're going to be like, I want I want to have this in my house or wherever. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I got, it's like a, you know, like a, a little puppy, a just stray puppy. Well said. You got to bring it home. Yeah. It, you know? If I ever met a little Ricky... <laughs> yes, Ab- abduction to follow. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so the first of the four girls he talks about is sweet, sweet Natalie Green. Sweet, sweet Nat, and she's like, I guess she's uh, she's really feeling the hormones <laughs> at she, this point. She, oh, she even on the show she handled the promiscuity episode. Do you remember no. the early all of the early? sex things that a woman had to deal with it was always oh, natalie wow. i remember plus she was all she was like one of those like uh what do you call them like lost in love all the time like always falling for people yeah, yeah, yeah. thinking dudes were dreamy like it was her whole mojo mm-hmm. was like love and relationships and gotcha. she, i think she was the first one to get boned <laughs> and all that stuff <laughs> And I do remember we did something horrible with Natalie on this podcast at one point. Do you remember that? <laughs> wait, wait, I wait. Phrasing, mind the phrasing. <laughs> no, it was like it was like Dee Dee Cohn was coming over on your back porch for something or whatever. Do you remember this? It's like the end of some episode. Yeah, no. it was pretty disturbing, as I remember. I mean, I'm opening that door. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Mindy, isn't it? Oh, Mindy it? Cohn, right? Yes, I'm sorry, Mindy yeah. Cohn. Yes. That's all right. That's all right. Just saving Kin Cannon a few keystrokes. <laughs> it's too late. He already sent the tweet. It's too late. It's gone. You you, you blew it. <laughs> oh, we love you, Davy Kins. We sure we do. Uh, okay, so Natalie jumps in about the great fucks he may have had. Uh, what's he remember right. about him? And Ricky's hasn't he's, had. Well, any. he's not sure. He says, "I have not had any fucks." I don't think. <laughs> yeah. It gets hazy. <laughs> well, it's just like that thing we were talking about before with the holes and the, you know, what actually constitutes a fuck, right. you know, that kind of thing. It's, That's and at right. That age, I guess you don't really know. You're saying Ricky had it at the back door already? I have no idea. If he doesn't know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. And then I'm just wondering if he just doesn't know because of all the 
all of the drugs and he just <laughs> blacks out sometimes. Or or you'll pass that over here, <laughs> Or if it's if it's like he's definitely put it in some stuff, but he, he doesn't know if that's sex right, whether or not. it counts or not. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. right I, I'm right. not sure. Could go either way. <laughs> really good. <laughs> Open for interpretation. And Natalie describes uh that it's not always just about the orgasm for her, the the way her forearms seem to crush the guy's windpipe. I mean, she you could see her going and getting after it, can't you? Is that just me? Well, she had sort of the forearms of Popeye. You know what I mean? In a way. Skilly do ba 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 do. Skilly do ba Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This time at Bill Weingartner to criticize and lament the decision made <laughs> to exemplify Popeye Evans. <laughs> oh, Olive. Oh, go, 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 go. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, something his eyes did, there was some sound he made, which I guess when your windpipe is being crushed. Probably like, help me. Yeah. <laughs> Please stop. I yeah. make some weird noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. And Ricky's not, he's not enjoying this whole windpipe crushing scenario. Yeah, it's not doing right. it for him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then Ricky tosses his mind over to Tootie. And Tootie yeah. teaches him about uh, transportation. All about riding in That's style. That's right, yeah. You got to ride That's in right. style. Yeah. Because she... Whether, be it skates or Cadillac. There you go, yeah. You know? She knew about transportation because she had those skates. That's right. Constantly wearing those roller sweet skates. Sweet skates, too. Sweet, sweet yeah, skates. Well, right? Yeah. The OG roller That's girl. Right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And yeah. Ricky learns from this that if someone owes you a Cadillac, you should be adamant about getting receipt of that Cadillac. And he does. I mean, that's just a lesson for yeah. life. <laughs> comes it's, up it, a lot. He learned it early, but he it held on to it. comes up a lot. I, mean, I can't tell you <laughs> how many times someone has owed me a Cadillac. <laughs> Look, if it does happen to him, he's prepared. That's what I feel. That's what I'm choosing to focus on. It's he's got a, he's got he's got that one in his back pocket now. <laughs> right, right, that's right. How many things in life can you say I'm crossing it off the list? I got right. that. He, that's I, one. He's I've got solved it. that oh, being owed a Cadillac thing. <laughs> that's right. Don't have to got worry it. about that anymore. Got, got it. Got it. Okay. That's good. Yeah. And then he yeah. throws his mind towards Blair, Blair Warner. That's and, right. Uh, she's all about the hair and the look. Yeah, the, the hair, look. the general appearance. Yes, that's right. Yeah, how important right. that is. I mean, fabrics are yeah. important. People do judge books by colors. That's true. Bill. They absolutely do. They yeah, do. 100%. They just do. Yeah. Um, fabrics are important too, but the hair Indeed. is very important. Yeah. Uh, it gets. A, I think we could we can see that Ricky held on to those lessons. Well, well. his hair is unquestionably fabulous, flawless, yeah. and these and the suits are always pristine. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It gets your attention. It keeps you interested. Helps <laughs> right. people make a decision. They have a nice little banter there right. about that, about decisions. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then, and she just says the words and action. And <laughs> and Ricky rightfully asks. <laughs> so you're just gonna leave that one hanging there? Just nothing on action. So I let it sit. It was somber. <laughs> Fucking somber. I, 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 every time I watch that scene, I want someone to be like, what about action? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. What? Yeah, Say something about action. <laughs> it does seem like something got cut there. 
It does. Uh, and then we go over to your favorite, Joe. And Ricky's little yeah. Ricky's there helping her fix her motorcycle. That's giving right. Her the, handing her the wrenches like a surgeon's cute assistant. Little, cute little greasy Oshkosh bagosh coveralls. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah, it does. And, uh, <laughs> and, and he's not helping Joe up to the standards that she's used to. So she gives him a little bit hey, of the business, you know? Yeah, a little resin, yeah. right? Yeah. Like a head mechanic might. That's right. Yeah. Um, but but Ricky does apologize for not being on top of the the tool handing routine here. Sure. Yeah. He knows. He wants to help. Yeah. I you do know? like when she says, "You fairy, you bad at keeping me company, man." <laughs> you bad at keeping. Yeah, it's great. It's, <laughs> it's great. Pretty great. I love. At one point, does doesn't Rick, what she says? What you're hired for? And he said, "Is this a paid yeah, gig?" Right, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Always looking out for his own concern. Always looking at the that's bottom right, line. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the that's maybe when he realized that his time was valuable, that he was worth. That's something. true. It's, yeah, that's right? right. Especially in this gig economy. What am I standing here helping her for? I could be making some scratch. <laughs> right, right, unless she's going to pay me. Yeah. That's right. It's a volunteer yeah. job? I don't think so. No, yeah, Ricky yeah. doesn't. This Ricky is not a person who volunteers for stuff. No. 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 <laughs> no. Ricky is an aide of right. Ricky. <laughs> and, At all times. And then Joe talks about she's going to take her bike for a ride because she's certainly not going to take the train. That's right. And she tells him that all train compartments smell vaguely of shahit. Shit. <laughs> That's right. I don't know what what was that little double clutch for. I'm not sure. But well, she you know went ahead Joe. and did it. I'm not going to question <laughs> Joe Polichek. It was just one of those. Th- it's like one of those Italian things. You know, you throw an extra syllable in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hashtag offensive. <laughs> or Polish. You know, saying words wrong like those Italians maybe do. Maybe she's Polish. Polnicek. Joe Polnicek is definitely okay. Polish. Well, then it's a Polish thing. It's a well-known Polish tradition that when you're Uh speaking of something negatively but lovingly, you add an extra Uh syllable. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. Okay. My man. (laughs) All right. And then we're back in the train with with Charlie, and this is where Ricky gets really deep. You know what I mean? He really goes on about the train of life, and you either get the fuck on or you get the fuck off. That's all there is. That's all it's doing. Yeah, and then he says something kind of a little bit uh, s- scary when he says, what? "Door's gonna what's he say? Door's gonna open soon." <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that list, but he does. It may be time for me to deboard this life, <laughs> which sounds scary. Like, doesn't that sound scary? Like, are we gonna lose, Rick? I mean, he's in limbo. We yeah, knew that, but I mean, I, I always, I guess. In my heart, I always thought we'd get Ricky back, but this made me really sad. Like I thought, maybe we're not going to get Ricky back. Maybe this is foreshadowing to saying goodbye to Ricky. Well, I mean, I, th- there's always a limbo. Yeah, you know, we just have to wait and okay. see. All right. He, he, I think he feels currently like he's on his way. Right. Out. I mean, if you're sitting next to Charlie on a on a never-ending train, you, you probably want to die. Yeah, I know I would. <laughs> so I understand that. I hate that little <laughs> fucker. <laughs> He's a pivotal character. I can't understand yeah, why I don't, I don't like know. him so much. P- pivotal. Huh? <laughs> Maybe let's define pivotal. <laughs> and then uh, 
and Ricky says, knowing knowing all this stuff that he learned is a very, you know what what knowing what got him this far is a very simple idea. You take right. the good, you take the bad, you take <sighs> them both, and there it is. Facts of life really yeah. brings it home. It's, it's such a relief. <laughs> You know, all the tensions building, and then that's yeah, a really... It really, it really brought it home. It really, it really did. did. Incredibly well-written <laughs> scene from Grace this week. <laughs> really good. Really good Super stuff. Super impressed. Yeah, really nice. Super impressed. Hot, cr- crammed a lot into a little. Yeah, you know? well, yeah, yeah. Economy of, of thoughts and action. <laughs> really, just solid. Just like taut, tight, smart, funny, all of it. I think she's really turned a corner. <laughs> I, you may be right you may yeah. be right i mean yeah i yeah. hope you're right i hope you're right i hope the quality will maintain this this high as we move forward but you know you never know there's bound to be some variants <laughs> that's right there will probably right? be some variants so hang on tight yeah. for that yeah, yeah. hold yeah. on to that's your right. butts <laughs> and that's that that was that, that is was that fantastic that was so much fun Ugh. It's a bit of a marathon, yeah. eh? Yeah, but it was fun. Well, we had—I mean, we had a lot of catching we really up to did. do. We really did. We'll keep it. We'll trim it. Yeah, down. we'll keep it. Tr- we'll keep the next few trimmed. We'll try. We'll do our best. <laughs> but this one, yeah, is we we had so much backed up in us that we had to get out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we really did. It was like, yeah. Now, does that count as sex, <laughs> or <laughs> if we back up into it? <laughs> I don't know. Ask the Pope. I don't know. Yes. I don't yes. know. Oh, no, I have a little know. bit of, oh. I have one final segment. Oh, you do? Well, what is it? If just to, we'll just tie it up, right? We yeah, can let's tie, tie it up. up. Put a bow on it. Okay, you're ready to tie it Absolutely. up, right? You were trying, we were trying to get yeah, out. Sure. We? All right. So I got a little, I got a little Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross guessing game trivia oh, for you. Okay. <laughs> Are I'm you ready? ready? I had my, my, my hand hovered over all the jingles at once because I didn't know which one yeah, to play. Yeah, we don't have a jingle no for jingle. this one. Okay, Glengarry Laros trivia. No, I love no. this. I mean, this this could be the the Fred Schneider jingle. I love this. For Glengarry right. trivia. <laughs> yeah, you okay, know? Glen. If you think you know, then I best you get her guess. Get her guess. <laughs> best? Get her <laughs> best. <laughs> okay. Um, your guess, this is kind of like jelly beans in a jar, your guess as to how many times the word leads. Oh, is spoken in the film. Oh. How many times do they all say, all combined, say the word leads? All right, so I'm going to go. Is this like a Price is Right thing where I can be under and not over, or I just have to get as close as I can? I think we'll say closest without going over. Oh, I always over. like the, okay. I, yeah, I like the, uh, I don't know what the stakes are or what you're playing for. Maybe just our adoration. $1. No, that's not right. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the wrong time to bet a dollar, pal. I'm going to say 199. Ooh, little high, little high. I mean, really high. <laughs> you went super well, high there, you know, bro. Leads. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a, a lot, lot, but how many th- times? If they said it two hundred times, like, like you twice just a insinuated, <laughs> it would be. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, let me try yeah, again. It would be more than double let what me they try actually did. Uh, All right. Uh, Seventy-one. Oh, so much closer that time. Eighty-four. Oh wow. Okay. 84 times wow. the word leads. That is almost once per minute. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. That's that's an average. Yeah. I mean, if you take that's out the opening and closing credits, it's pretty close to... Yeah, when there's no dialogue being right. spoken. Yeah, we can slice, slice those wow. off. It's about 84 yeah. minutes. That's... 
of talking. That's amazing. Once a minute. Uh, a minute? How many leads per minute will be a new, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a new LPMs. measurement of, of things success? <laughs> How many LPMs <laughs> on that? I like that. Oh, yeah. I love that. I'm writing it down. There, I wrote it down. Leads per yeah, minute? Well, well, I worked on LPMs. I'll go back later and fill I love in. it. You'll never remember All what right, that I'll is. <laughs> <laughs> Logos, par, <laughs> minutia. <laughs> All right, I got the whole thing now. I'm good. All, All right, right great. Well, this was great fun and so much. This was so great much, fun, buddy. So nice to be back and to see you again. Yeah. Oh man, I can't. I can't tell you how much and I we'll missed it. We'll get this going. We're going to send this out like immediately. Like it's going out hot. Oh yeah. yeah? Like as soon as I can, I'm going to put it out there so we have it, and then we'll get back to our Wednesday regular schedule. You think what? T- tonight at ten yeah, or tomorrow? You tomorrow, put tomorrow it out? at eight or tomorrow at eight. Yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, it's going out. Oh, that's such a quick oh, it's turnaround. Going out. That's how I'd prefer well, to do it all the time. What else do I have time, to do? We, it just doesn't really work yeah, that's out right. that way. Yeah, but and then we'll be back yeah. on our Wednesdays, and you know it'll be great. Yeah, get on our Wednesdays. Yeah, get on them. Yeah. Also, if you don't mind, get on my Mondays. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't like them. You got a case of the Mondays? I don't want them anymore. What am I, Garfield (laughs) now to you? (laughs) Well, I like lasagna. I'm Italian. I get it, buddy. You're really hitting all the marks today. Well, you do have an orange cat like Garfield. so I do. A fat orange cat. Who I I also miss Willie, too. I haven't seen Willie forever. Yeah, probably more than me, I would say. If Garfield had one eye and was a complete jackass, <laughs> he'd be just like That's my right. cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's get the hell out of here. All, all right, right, buddy. Thanks for playing. And thank you all for, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> bye. bye. What would David Mamet think? What would David Mamet think? Hate it. Love it. Tell us to shine.